very sleepy episode 370 of the PS Nation podcast. I am Glenn, along with me, as always, Josh Langford. Hello. <laughs> I think Josh is having a bad night, and I was sick yesterday, so we're doing this a day late this week. I don't know what was wrong, but man, I was just a, an absolute pile. I don't know if it was mm. all the driving, or if I picked something up in North Carolina, some North Carolina cooties or something. I don't know. That's entirely possible. It is possible. It is. Yeah. So you did drive through West Virginia, didn't you? I did drive through West Virginia. I didn't well, stop there, in West Virginia, though. That right there should have cleared it up. <laughs> huh? See? See? Everybody thought I was going a different way with that, didn't they? <laughs> I found West Virginia and Virginia and North Carolina actually very, very lovely. I was well, kind of that... upset when I was driving down because I got down to the mountains at nighttime. Mm, so I yeah. actually stopped in Virginia because I wanted to see some of the stuff in the morning. That That way that you go from where you are to get to North Carolina, yeah, you're going to go right through some mountains and some nice areas. Yeah, and actually my drive back, I took a different route and went around, uh, I think it's called Pilot Mountain, and it looks like a big boob. Nice. Yeah, so I figured, big boob, well, I got to drive by and see it. So, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about the trip later on uh, in the show here. I'm not going to talk all the way about the HR stuff because I have a feature I need to get up on the website and everything, and I've got tons of video to get through and... It's not a, an easy task by any means, so I'm going to get working on that and hopefully maybe talk about everything next week. But, you know, I'm sure I'll talk about the trip a little bit tonight because I have really nothing else to talk about. I barely played anything else. But I, I was gone for like five days. There's this thing called the Vita. I didn't have really any time to play it. Because if I wasn't working, I was in bed pretty much. And I can't like... <laughs> play the Vita on the road. I'm driving. Okay. You can't? Well, no. I'm getting old. Maybe if I'm, I was in my 20s, wow. I could. <clears throat> you got problems, I man. Wow, well, yeah. More than one, trust me. <laughs> Dick. All right. <laughs> and aren't you proud of me? I got the right link for the, uh, the, the new releases this week up here. I don't know. Let's see. It worked for me? If it doesn't yeah, work for you because you probably use like an AOL browser or something. You leave AOL out of this. <laughs> I'm still searching for the closest phone number. Hang on. Oh, God. <laughs> the closest phone number that doesn't give me a busy signal. Give me a minute. <laughs> you can try to dial in through Prodigy and then proxy over to AOL. Okay, yeah. You might want to try that. I'm sure I have an extra <laughs> floppy disk somewhere around here for that. Oh, I ran out of those. Oh, I've got some somewhere, I'm sure, even though I tried to throw them all out. <laughs> all right, so new releases next week. If you ran out and bought the new Slim Vita, you already got Borderlands 2. Yeah, this is so weird. <laughs> and if you didn't, you have to wait till next week. Uh, so the retail release of Borderlands 2 hits on May 13th. If you're downloading, <laughs> have some space. It's more than five and a half gigs. Oh, wow. For the game itself is about three gigs. All the DLC that comes with it is another two and a half gigs. It, it, was, <laughs> so, it was funny when you tweeted that too, because at first in my head, I'm like, wait a second. I thought there was a four gig limit. And then... I saw that you said plus the DLC. I'm like, oh, I bet you anything they segmented it up so it all fits. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, the main game itself actually fits, I guess, on the card. Um, because they list it, or at least they listed it in the thing they sent me, the email that I got sent, that it's the special edition. So I'm oh. wondering if this is like a limited thing, and then in a couple months they're just going to sell the game and then have the DLC for sale again. Mm. But, you know? uh, well, I would err on the side of no for that just because when they have talked about it in the past, they've always mentioned that it comes with all the DLC. And they mm. never they never specified like well there's going to be a special edition that you know what I mean they they never well that's what threw me when I looked at the email and it said I I think that's the exact wording was that it was a special edition and I was like wait what I, I think they're just calling it a special edition no matter what yeah yeah that's what my vote is so I'll talk about that because I can because it's out and yeah, but, <laughs> well it, I, there's a review embargo though right. Uh, until today. Well, but they did, but they did, but yeah, I know. I know. I, I just got the code last night. I know. <laughs> um, I'm sure other people had it before us. Uh, well, no, I, so, I have a feeling that they sent out some of the new Vitas with the game. Ah, uh, and I bet you that's the people that are able to like review it today and everything. Although I haven't seen any reviews pop up. Have you? Uh, I haven't seen anything today. Yeah, I no, no, I, I don't think I saw any reviews actually pop up. I wonder if everybody got it last night and just kind of went, wait, what? I, I know a couple people did because I saw some other people say that they were downloading it and stuff. Well, that was the thing. Like right when I got on to download, yeah. Jim Sterling popped online and I was like, huh, I bet <laughs> I know what you're downloading. <laughs> I sent him a message. No. Uh, well, with the oh, with the MLB nope. 14 debacle that happened today, I bet you anything they didn't have it loaded on the store in time. Yeah, there are no reviews. No. Yet. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I guess everybody got it last night. Um, yeah, I sent him a message. Said you know if you need somebody for multiplayer because I didn't know who else might have it. Yeah, yeah. I had forgotten that it was coming in the Vita today. I thought it was not coming out at all until next week. And I thought, well, I need somebody to play online with. And I'm pretty sure he's downloading it right now, too. I wouldn't have <laughs> so, doubted it. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a big download. <laughs> uh, and I was really interested to see what it was going to be because, you know, I, I put in the code and it says, okay, and, and it's Borderlands 2. And I click okay. And then it says, okay, pop up. This pops up, then this pops up, then this, then this, then this, and then I'm like, oh, oh, geez. Plus, it has a, a day one patch, oh. which isn't a huge patch, but it's there. You know, it's a couple hundred megs. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's big. Did you have um, to clean anything off, like after the fact, like after you figured out that it was going to be so big, you're like, oh crap. Nope. Oh, I've got my shit together now. Well, at least for a week. Well, yeah. Uh, it's down. Well, that card is down to eight gigs, I think. Ooh. So yeah. Hey Sony, how about that hundred twenty-eight gig card? We don't even have the sixty-four over here yet, man. Amazon. Well, but that's imported, I think. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and if you use our matter. link, it costs about a hundred bucks, which is what the thirty-two gig was going for. Yeah, it's true. So I. That's worth it to me. The 32 gig is like 75 bucks right now. So yeah, yeah. 
another 25 bucks, you get double the space. I think it's absolutely worth it. <laughs> I'm going to need it soon because I, I just had to clean the fridge out a little bit. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny cause I did, I saw like the retail pack for, I saw a picture of the retail pack for this again. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, I, I kind of want that new Vita. <laughs> Uh, you know, here, here's the thing. It, it is really nice. I, I, I love yeah. it. I, I think it's it's a better design. I think the butters uh, butters <laughs> thinking of butter all day. Anyway, I think the buttons feel a lot better, uh, or not a lot better, but they feel better. D pad feels a little bit better. Screen looks good. I mean, like I said, I put mine next to the new one, and it definitely does look a tad more washed out. But it's a bright screen. It's very colorful. It's very detailed you know but that's if that's your only vita you're never going to see the difference it's just going to look like a great screen uh but the thing is you know they say it's 20 percent slimmer and 15 percent lighter it feels like more than that it really really does i mean i was holding them both in you know one in each hand and it feels a lot lighter well that was the same deal with the psp you know when those revisions came out it was shocking how much lighter it felt and i Um, i played metrico on it for like an hour and it felt very comfortable. It, it was easy to grip. It, it, and, and the funny thing is, it's not like I'm saying anything bad about the current Vita because I love the current Vita. I play it all the time. Yeah. But this one does feel better. Yeah, I do want one And a longer battery life. Yeah. Plus, it has a gig of, of memory on it. Yeah, yeah. For, for stuff and junk. For save games and stuff, yeah. Yeah, which is cool. It is. It, you know, it's... But again, I own three Vitas. I just well, you own three Vitas. Yeah. I own one, so it it makes sense for me, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would I would love to have one, but I'm obviously not going to spend the money on one right now when I have three that I only use one really. Yeah. The only time I use the other one is when I want to do the Japanese stuff. Yeah. So all right, so. <laughs> As well as Borderlands 2, <laughs> we have Soul Sacrifice Delta hitting the Vita. Ooh. Yes. And we have Minecraft hitting the PS3. Boom. Wait. That, oh, yeah, PS3. Yeah. May 16th. Yeah. Wait. It's already on PS3. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. Is this maybe like a disc version is hitting? Is that maybe smack Kyle around a bit? May have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, or maybe the just, Vita version again, or something? I don't know. As I, as I said on Twitter or wherever I said it, I just reads what they tells me. True, true. So <laughs> if anything's screwed up here, it's Kyle's fault. Yep. Oh. Next God week. damn it, Kyle. Next week is going to be so awesome. <laughs> or the week after, I mean, you know. Yeah. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. And Transistor on the same freaking day. Wolfenstein. Well, look at today, man. We had Borderlands 2 on the Vita. Yeah. We had uh, something else that was really cool. Well, Bound by Flames oh, God came of War. Out. Yeah, God of War. Bound by Flames came out on digital. It's so weird, too. They're releasing that digitally this week, but on disc next week. And MLB The Show 14 Boom. on PS4. Yeah. And that's three. That's a couple of huge games and that all hit at the once. The PS4 version of Stick It to the Man, which is fantastic, and it's free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah, big week. Too much, too much. And the Outlast DLC. Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. 
Anyway. Well, cool. Uh, well, let's see here. I'll take this first one, I guess. Oh, wait. Was Sports Friends today, too? Sports Friends is today, too, too. Yeah. It's, uh, Jeez. We got a really good review of that up from uh, from Dave after a couple of revisions. Well, really good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> after after no, many notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good review. It is. He did a good job on it. Uh, Sports Friends is interesting. You know, it's a game that – or it's a set of games, four games that – uh, it's the other Kickstarter that I backed. Uh, it's it's a really neat set of games, all local multiplayer, no online. Uh, but there's some really and, it's cool a, stuff. and they're all only multiplayer. Yes. There is no single player at all. Right. So keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they vary in visual styles. One of them doesn't even have a visual style because uh, you only use your motion controllers in, in it, and uh, you don't even look at the screen for anything. It's a game called Johann Sebastian Joust. And this is what attracted me to this set of games originally at E3 a couple of years ago. We had happened upon it, and Chris, Chris from PSN Stores actually knew what it was. I, I'd never really heard of it before because uh, it was PC only and a lot of small indie stuff. So how you do it, or at least how they were showing it back then, is they had seven or eight move controllers, and they had them connected up to like a Mac, I think it was, uh, via Bluetooth. And it's kind of like... Musical chairs, but you're not trying to find that, you know, find that. The, the, the chairs, each person's holding the move controller straight up. And there's this really cool music playing. And you kind of try to jostle your friends enough to make the controller move enough to knock them out. And the neat thing is with, P- this is for PS3 and PS4. But the funny thing about this one is the PS3 is actually the definitive version on console because there's a limitation on PS4 right now that you can only have four controllers running. But on PS3, you can have seven. And they added DualShock support, so you don't even have to have move controllers to do it with anymore. You can actually use just your DualShocks because uh, it has the six-axis stuff built in. So that's one of the games. And there's, uh, I think it's like Hokram and uh, Berry Ball, and there's the fourth one I'm forgetting, but... Really fun games. Really, uh, oh, uh, like Pole Rider or something like that, which we all make fun of that name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a neat set of games. Check out the uh, the review. There's actually, uh, I haven't put it up on YouTube yet, but on our, on our Twitch channel, uh, he actually, Dave actually did a live stream when I was on the road uh, playing with his wife and showing off the games. And there's a replay up on our Twitch channel because with the new firmware, you can archive uh, your, your streams. So he actually archived it, and we're going to get that up to the YouTube channel tomorrow. But it's a really neat set of games. So, you know, it, it, if you like playing a lot of games on the couch, you've got three games right here that you can play on the couch. The fourth one you can play with a lot of friends, and it's really easy to set up. So can't say enough good about it. Yeah. Which is funny that I backed it since I have no one to play it with ever until I go to <laughs> MGC or something. <laughs> Well done. No, but the, I knew that going in, but I really believed in it very strongly. The, the stuff I saw at E3, I, I, I firmly believed in, and that's why I backed it. And, and you know, it, it's, it's a really neat set of games. And it's a great set of developers, too. Just really great people. So, yeah. Give it a chance. Especially if you're in a frat or a sorority or something. JS Joust alone will be worth it. You can make it into a drinking game. Well, there you go. 
Uh, all right. Well, and speaking of indie games, uh, Sony last week actually had a little soiree at their headquarters and uh, announced the next wave of indie games that are going to be coming to the PlayStation platforms. Uh, so they announced 12 of them. It's a pretty good set of games, too. There's only a couple in here that I personally wouldn't be too interested in just from the gameplay style. But uh, it, it's pretty sweet. And actually, if you go to our website, psnation.com, there's an article up for this, and there's a link on the, to the PlayStation blog post with all the trailers for all 12 games. Uh, but going down the list, I mean, there's one that a lot of people are going to know, but uh, Axiom Verge, which really re- reminds me of kind of Metroid meets... Um, oh, I want to say Thexter, but that's not right. Uh, Turrican. It really reminds me of Turrican for some reason, like the, the graphic style. It looks very 16-bit. It's a platformer. But it does some things that a 16-bit game would never have been able to do. Uh, humongous bosses, really great animation all around. Uh, it's a game that I'm very interested in. I've seen it before, and I was very, very interested in it. Uh, also, Spelunky coming to PS4, completely upconverted. Uh, and some new things in the game as well. Another one called, I think it's Nidhog, Nidhog, Nidhog. I didn't know it by the name, but when I saw it, I actually just saw this game at GDC. They were playing it. And it reminds me a little bit of, what was it, Budokan? Where you would run from left to right. Or Karataka. Oh. Where you would run from left to right, you would get into a fight, and then you would beat that, that opponent, and then you would keep running. So this one is a little bit different. You do that until someone kind of defeats you, and then they can start running to the left. And you have to get through so many stages before you get to the end of the mat, or end of the uh, round. But it's really hmm. cool. It's like a fencing game. Or kind of a sword fighting game, and you can throw the sword at somebody, uh-huh. and then you lose your sword. Yeah, sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, I heard from one of the Veronicas that you were. Uh, oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, it's a really neat game. Very simplistic graphics, but uh, very fun. Uh, very, uh, very uh, good controls and very responsive. But you have to be really quick on on the buttons on this one. Uh, so that one surprised me a little bit. Next one, Jamestown Plus. Uh, Jamestown's a pretty well-known PC shmup from, I think, 2011, I th- I'm pretty sure. So it's a four-player cooperative shmup. You don't have to play it in four-player if you don't want to, but vertical shmup, kind of bullet hellish, but very good game, very solid uh, game, especially for, I think, only like a couple people built this one. So they're bringing it to uh, PlayStation 4? Yeah, PlayStation 4. They're adding a bunch of extra stuff, like more weapons, more stages, that sort of thing. And uh, it's going to be a cool game. Plus, it's always nice to see a shmup coming, so uh, that's really nice. Drifter, I think a lot of people are going to like. I think you'll actually like this one, Josh. No, I won't. Well, it's a space game, you know, so you're out in space flying around, but it's not first person or anything. It's third person, but very open. So you, it, there's 10,000 different worlds in the game. Is that all? Yeah. That's Lame. All. <clears throat> I know. Pretty small. But you can actually play it kind of the way you want. So kind of think uh, Firefly a little bit. So you can play as a smuggler, a pirate. You can be the bad guy. You can be the good guy. (laughs) Kind of a pirate. (laughs) You know, kind of a pirate. Uh, You can be a miner. There's all different things that you can do. Very, very open. Uh, Cool designing. Beautiful graphics. And this is coming out for PS4 and for Vita. Uh, No word if it's going to cross save or anything like that. But... I would kind of assume it's coming, but uh, check out the, the 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 trailer for that one. I think you actually would be interested in that one, Josh. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, next up is Chasm, which I'm insanely excited for. 
it is an old school platformer through and through. Uh, kind of 16-bit graphics again. It looks cool. It look it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, platformer with a lot of traps, that sort of thing to get through. Uh, next one, this is the one that this is one of a couple that I'm like, Meh. it's called Escape Goat Two. Yes, Escape Goat Two. Uh, you play as a goat platformer. Use your powers to kind of uh, you have powers apparently goat powers. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, you, you, a lot of puzzles, that sort of thing. So puzzle platformer, uh, it's interesting. I, I have to play it. I've never seen it before. I've heard of it, but it's not Goat Simulator, by the way. I know a lot of people have heard of that one. This is not Goat Simulator. Uh, next up is Source. And I'm trying to remember which one that is. Source. Source. Uh, oh, this is another Metroidvania-type adventure. Uh, they don't have a trailer up for it. There's an actual blog post for it, and it still makes no sense to me. Just letting you know. So that one is mm-hmm. another one on my list where I'm like, because eh, I don't know anything about it. Next up is one of the weirdest ones. This is totally not my style, but it's called Ironclad Tactics. So this is kind of a classic card battle game, but it's set in the Civil War, and it has like locales from the Civil War, people from the Civil War, like, you know, famous generals, that sort of thing. And I say, I say. I say, sir. <laughs> I'm a gentleman of the First Order. Uh, but it has robots in it, too. Huh, yeah, yes. it's a little weird. So it's Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Well, I didn't see any giant spiders. Hmm? Yeah, and this already looks like They're it. They're holding that back. Well, for, I, I think this know, might be a better story. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it might be a better story. They actually uh, have a story in the game, and it's all done via uh, a digital graphic novel. And the artwork actually looks really good in the novel, but it's a card battle game is not my thing at all at all hmm. yeah uh next up is apotheon it's a side scroller based in like greek mythology kind of has this uh really unique artwork that you would see back like on the walls back in the day in in, in the greek era greek times i don't know it sounds like i'm talking about a fraternity again hey the greek times it looks interesting, but it's funny. It's on PC, and I think you play it with a mouse on the PC because it looks like it has kind of these ragdolly physics. So I'm not really sure how it's going to translate over to consoles. Uh, but it's a it's a platformer. You play as a bunch of different characters. You have like spears, you have axes, all different types of weapons. I don't really know a lot about that one either. I've seen it, but I haven't really uh, done much with it. So uh, next up is a game called. Starwall, and I think I was really interested in this one as well. Um, oh yeah, this is called, this is the one that they had at MGC. Remember on the Xbox One? Oh, yeah. That's a messed up game, but it's really fun, actually. Yeah, yeah. So you play as these like dolphins with points. Narwhals. Or they're narwhals. narwhals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, they're... all right. If nobody knows what a narwhal is, in uh, the which. Futurama was it? It was. Come on, one Mr. of the Futurama. movies. It was one of the movies. Uh, it was the first movie. It was the Bender's Big Score. Ha! Look at me. Uh, <laughs> it was Bender's Big Score, and at one point, Fry uh, is like caring for a narwhal, and he falls in love with it because it reminds him of Leela. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. It's like a big sort of a whale-ish, small whale-ish looking thing with a unicorn horn on its face. Yeah. 
And, and it's awesome. It's such a fun game. You flop around. Uh, I didn't get to play it. I, I watched you guys play it, but basically you try to stab the other characters in their heart. with your Three nose. times. Three yeah. times, yeah. Uh, and all you can do is flop around. Yeah. You have very little control over it. It's so much fun. <laughs> so I don't see anything in terms of uh, when that's going to be released, but I think that's coming sooner than later. So there you go. I knew you'd be excited about that one. Yeah, it's a fun multiplayer game. Yeah, and then last but not least, uh, from 17-Bit, who are, are the people that are doing uh, Galaxy, uh, I think they're doing this in association with a couple other studios, but a game called Skulls of the Shogun. And this is kind of a, a mashup of different types of games. Uh, so it looks like it's got kind of a... Uh, almost like a turn-based battle system, but also like... I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Check out the trailer for that one. It's a pretty crazy trailer, uh, but uh, you basically have different characters with different attributes, et cetera, et cetera. It looks like it's over, like kind of a half overhead perspective and uh, pretty crazy characters, pretty crazy graphics. I'm interested. I don't know enough about it yet. I really like the studio, so I'm kind of willing to give them the benefit of the doubt no matter what, especially because Galaxy is so freaking awesome. Can't wait for that one to come out. But there you go. I mean, if like again, uh, check out this, the the post on our website uh, that went up a couple of days ago. It went up on May first, uh, and like I said, there's a uh, a link to go check out all the trailers. We have about three trailers on the uh, on the post itself, but you can see all the trailers on the PlayStation blog. Uh, but pretty exciting stuff. Uh, it's good to see that it's not just rehashes that sort of thing. That they're really bringing bringing some new stuff over. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, next up. Yeah, I got nothing here. I haven't watched the video. I, I heard something okay. about hoverboards and well, Kevin yeah. Spacey, and, and that's it. joking about all this. So Call of Duty Advanced Warfare was revealed. Uh, they put out a trailer for it, and Kevin Spacey's in it, which I'm a big Kevin Spacey fan, So, but I watched the trailer. Uh, it was funny. This A lot of stuff happened. I've been on the road for five days with this eight-hour trip, so... I was seeing a lot of stuff when I was stopping at gas stations, that sort of thing. And, and this popped up, and everybody's like, Kevin Spacey, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this game's going to be awesome. So I kind of equated a lot of people saying that it was going to be awesome because Kevin Spacey's in it. And I said, uh, those are cutscenes. I I don't think he shoots anybody. So it looks like it's more of in the future fighting again, kind of like Black Ops 2 was. Where you have, like, blaster guns, and you have, like... Uh, they showed this guy pulling his pulling the, the these two bars apart, and it was like cover for him to stand behind. So it's like portable cover. Yeah, it's cool that Kevin Spacey's in it, but just because Kevin Spacey's in it doesn't mean it's going to be good. Remember Superman Returns, everybody? <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll see it at E3. Uh, I'm sure we'll see gameplay at E3. I just can't get excited for it. <laughs> I can't. It just it looks yeah. so it's it's it looks so over the top in the future type thing. Like they've got these mech suits on and this dude's got like a Gatling gun on his right arm and but it's all cutscenes. They didn't show any gameplay obviously. So it's all cutscene stuff and I just I can't get excited. But that's what the future is going to be like. Oh yeah, yeah, mechs and it is. Kevin Spacey trying to tear down the I don't even know what I, they kind of alluded that he was the president, but he's not. There's no way he's the president. I think he's like a private billionaire or something that's trying to control everything. I mean, he gives a great mm. speech. I'll give you that. He gives a great speech. But I don't know. 
We don't know very much about it yet anyway. It's Sledgehammer Games, who took over the Modern Warfare games, which is kind of funny because this isn't Modern Warfare. It's Advanced Warfare. So, no more modern. Yeah. Now it's going to be advanced. It's going to be in the future. Yes. I think they need to do, like, they need to go back to the past and do, like, Civil War. World War One. <laughs> World War One. That'd be very cool. Yeah. Trench warfare and everything. That, though. Single sh- single fire guns. Uh, you just, you pretty much have to uh, make sure you have your gas mask on at a certain time. Well, that's the thing. Gas mask. You can put people in balloons and and biplanes and shit <laughs> and have them flying around. <laughs> and the funny there thing is, mechs I was, there too. I was right I saw... there on the front last year in, in Eep, and I went to the huge field museum with all the stuff and just seeing all the nasty shit those people went through. But there are mechs there too. I saw Sucker Punch. Yeah. <laughs> It happened. If it was in a movie, it's true. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's even more true than if it's on the internet. I don't care what anybody says. I love that movie. <laughs> it's it was such a visual. That's the thing, though. Just it's, feast. It's, it's, all, oh. it's a visual feast, but the story was just weird. I I well, I enjoyed that. I like weird. I own it. I haven't so watched it again, I. but I own it. I've watched it a couple times. Yeah. It's, uh, the girlies are pretty, too. Well, the girls are very pretty helps. in that movie, yes. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. And it's Zack Snyder. I mean, got to support, support the local boy from Green yeah. Bay. <laughs> yeah. And I like Zack so, Snyder. So, uh, and with Call of Duty, duty. <laughs> uh, the Neversoft name has been retired. And the internet goes berserk. They did. But really? Is it? I know. Because they made a good Tony Hawk game 15 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what everybody's jumping in. What? They made Tony Hawk and it was awesome. Now, I, yeah, I know. Like this, 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is going to take a little bit, but I really want to go through this because it, it's so funny. Josh and I have not talked about this. And you have the exact same stance on this as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's you know, I get it. It's it's, it's a nostalgia thing in a way because you look at it, and you're like, oh, NeverSoft. You know, it was but, always one of those things. But still, I mean, they've been making Call of Duty for the past couple of years, haven't they? But look what they what they did before that even. Okay, so I'm going to run down they the did, list. I, I really, yeah, I remember some of their games were. Didn't they did a they did one of the Guitar Heroes? They didn't did they? a bunch of the Guitar Heroes. That's okay. the thing. They yeah, ruined the series. That's right. Yeah. As soon I as never saw took it over, everybody's like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. So they started in 95 with Skeleton Warriors on the PlayStation and the Saturn. MDK play- PlayStation port, Apocalypse on the PlayStation. Then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on the PlayStation. So they had uh, one diamond in the rough. Right. Spider-Man on the PlayStation, which... Eh. And then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, 3, and 4, Underground 1 and 2, American Wasteland. These games just got shittier and shittier. Yeah. They did Gun on the GameCube, PS2, Xbox, Xbox 360. Gun was pretty good, okay. wasn't it? Tony Hawk's Project Project 8, Tony Hawk's Proving Ground, and then Guitar Hero 3, Aerosmith, World Tour, Metallica 5, Band Hero, and Van Halen, and Warriors of Rock, which were all pretty bad. And then they did Extinction Mode only in Call of Duty Ghosts. Okay, so they did the Tony Hawk games for a little while until they got really shitty, and then they kept doing them. And everybody's flipping out that Neversoft 
is being absorbed by Infinity Ward. Oh no, poor Neversoft. They're going to be a part of Infinity Ward and get way bigger bonuses because their games sell more. <laughs> yeah. People need to be realistic about this shit. Look it up. Figure it out before you start freaking out on Twitter. Yeah. That's all I saw for like a day. Oh, that's so sad. Why? <laughs> They've been working with Infinity Ward for the last couple of years anyway. Now they're going to be in the bonus structure, and you know those games sell like crazy, even the shitty ones. Yeah. Ah, uh, silly, silly, silly. It is that's internet? Just react right away and don't think about what you're saying. So the other announcement was <laughs> NHL 15. Uh, a little small. And thing. well, they didn't announce a Vita version, and they didn't announce carrying your save over. So I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this was their big thing. Oh, it's coming to the PS4 and Xbox One. Big shock! Ooh, eh, excitement! I didn't, I didn't expect that ever. Well, just so you know, uh, yes, I have set up an appointment for E3 for it. Okay, well, I hope I'm there. <laughs> Me too. I'm getting really pissed. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Uh. You know, they, I mean, they gave a list, which is just like any other Madden list or NHL list every year. Until I see the game and play the game, I, you know, eh, uh, we'll see. Uh, but they're saying 12-player NHL collision physics. Real-world physics affects every player through every on-ice collision with new 12-player <laughs> NHL collision physics. So that means when one guy runs into the other guy, the other 10 guys all run into each other too. <laughs> It's, it's gonna be like a Three Stooges episode. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm guessing that we didn't really notice it in the other games, but I'm guessing that when collisions were going on, it was limited to two players on the ice. Probably like the yeah. other guys weren't running into each other. But as in a real hockey game, anybody could run into anybody at any time, and it's not contingent on well they're hitting, so everybody else back off. You know. So that would be cool. I mean, it would it would give it more of a real feel, which is good. That's what we want. Real puck physics, which they said they had before, Re- <laughs> rebuilt for next-gen consoles. Okay. Uh, authentic player and equipment models, which they said they had before, but okay. Well, next-gen. <laughs> but, but, yeah, next-gen. So it's probably yeah. a new engine. So improved player likenesses uh, using the UFC engine. Oh, that's actually pretty good. The Superstar Skill Stick, uh-huh. uh, which is an improved right stick control scheme. That's pretty hot. Authentic Arenas, uh-huh. which I've heard before and I haven't really seen yet. Josh will be uh, the they, that. That's the thing. They say that. They've said that every year. And, no, we've really done a job on the arenas. And all they did was change the rafters. <laughs> Basically, the rest of the arena, if you look around and go... Where are the luxury boxes? They're not there. I know where they are in this arena. They're not there. Yeah. It's just generic arena with a new roof on top. And if and that's anybody would know doing. where the luxury boxes are in an arena, it'd be Josh Langford. Yeah, because I sit there pining away for them the entire freaking game. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, that's just one of the little things I've noticed for years when they've always said, oh, we've rebuilt all and the arenas are all authentic. And well, the roofs are authentic and the banners hanging. That's great. But the rest of it, no. Nah, not so much. <laughs> and you're not really looking at the banners and the roof a whole lot during the game. You hardly ever see it, you know? What you're seeing is the crowd and the lower bowl, which is where a lot of the luxury boxes are. And they all look the same in all these arenas. 
So uh, that I want to see. I want to see if they really did it. Uh, this new one, as much as I loved Gary Thorne and Bill Clement, I don't. I think they recorded once and never recorded again, and it's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're going for the full NBC Sports experience. They've they've hooked in with them, so they're doing the full game day presentation. Uh, they've got one of the commentary teams, uh, one of the more respected commentary teams, I would say, with uh, Mike Emmerich and Eddie Olchek. Uh, along with Ray Ferraro ice level insight, which is a little weird because Ray Ferraro is usually back in the studio. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Listen to Josh dropping the knowledge. Well, it's, I watch a lot of hockey. What yes, can I tell you? yes. Even when we were recording at MGC, <laughs> yes. you had your, uh, your tablet running the, the baseball game, your phone running the hockey game, or whichever, whichever way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, it happens. Priorities. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> I mean, Mike Emmerich, he's, he's one of the senior guys at this point. He's been around forever. He, he, uh, did the duties, duties for the flyers, uh, back in the eighties actually, um, for years. And it's so funny because, uh, he was, he was doing that for a couple of years and then all of a sudden he shows up on a local commercial on the cable station hmm. for a church in town. And he's like, come to blah, blah, blah church where you'll hear scripture and bliss and that. And duh, duh, duh. yeah. And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> and, and the whole time this, somebody's playing a trumpet, like <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Um, but I found out he's, he's, I think that's what his doctorate is in, is in theology or something like that. Um, so he's way into that. Uh, so he actually, he moved into town. Uh, half the flyers live in that town I grew up in and he got in big with the church and said, let's do a local commercial for it. You know? So it was just odd to see that. Like the, the flyers announcer is suddenly doing a commercial for a church in town. <laughs> It was odd. Um, but he then moved on to the Devils and then did a lot of the national stuff ever since. So he's he's crazy knowledgeable. I mean, because he's been doing it forever and he's just he just remembers everything. So he's good. He's a good choice. Uh, they say there are 9,000 different crowd models. With four times the animation of previous games, Ooh, so, so nine animations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so kidding. Every thousand people are going to be doing the exact same thing. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was I was streaming MLB 14 the show today on, on PS4, and somebody was talking about the crowds, and he, and he actually said on the on the chat, "Your movie, eh?" So I thought that was what? kind of funny. Wait, what? 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 I was streaming MLB 14. Okay. And they saw how good the crowds are in MLB now. So they said your move EA. Uh, uh Yeah. I thought she said your your movie. Oh, sorry. A. And I was like, "Huh? I'm tired." <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, okay. Um Yeah, well, I we'll see. I mean, this is their first big game uh 
their first real proper game on the on the new consoles. I mean, yeah, Madden was there and <laughs> NBA Live Elite, whatever they yeah. called it this time. Yeah. And like Madden was was really good, but you could see it was just a very rough, rushed first step. This, you know, they didn't bring out. They could have brought out NHL last year, but they waited. Yeah. So they they've been cooking this one for a while. So this will be their first big showing on the new consoles. So well, I'm excited. I mean, when it comes out, I'll have to come out to New Jersey and play you, so I can beat you in another hockey game. We'll have to see how good these crowds are. That's that's my big. <laughs> that's thing. what I'm going to base the entire review on. If I, I'll review exactly. the game, and I'll only review it on how good the crowds are. Yes, and if I can and, knock all the players over in one hit. <laughs> and this vision AI, which features evolved awareness with players reacting in various ways to improve the flow of the game. So we shall see. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously also still coming for the PS3 and Xbox 360 and expect, you know, just little incremental upgrade as usual. Uh, but I think the, the big one's going to be the PS4 and Xbox One. So I don't know. Uh, I'll see how good it is. I, you know, until I play it, I, and I'll probably play it and slobber all over it and be excited. But until then, it's just words. <laughs> <laughs> And, eh. and, but that's the thing I've, I've, I've been through so many of these with EA where, uh, you know, Madden, oh, and we have this and we have this and all these hundreds of improvements and blah, 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 blah. And then you play the game and you're like, uh, okay, well, really? let's be honest. We heard that for the new NBA game and <coughs> it's good, but it's, I mean, it's, it's got a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you, did, did you mention the new puck physics? Yes, I did. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was on the list or not. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I've just – I've been burned <laughs> in the past with all these sports games. So I want to see it. I want to play it. And then I'll, then I'll pass – then I'll get excited and pass the judgment, you know. Yeah. I shall pass judgment. <laughs> From on top, Mount Olympus. Yes. <laughs> I'll teach them. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll have to – I made the EA appointment today. We have two hours at their booth, and we can choose what we want to see. So hmm. I emailed back and said NHL because I knew you would definitely want to see that. <laughs> this is going to be even funnier when you're the only one going and you have well, to Well, no, play I'm not NHL. because MJC just got his uh, ex- acceptance. <laughs> That'll be even funnier when you two are the only ones there and you're one of you has going. to play MJC. You're going. We'll see. <laughs> Stop. You're going. I can't. I can't take his because it's tied to his uh, name. It's no, not like I can gone. walk in with my ID and no, take his. No, no, yeah. Let's let's take our dirty laundry off the podcast. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, or E three people, I tell you. <laughs> All right, uh, what we're playing and watching? I'm going to go because mine's really fast. Uh, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the uh, the trip, obviously. But <clears throat> I was on the I was on the road for five days, so. Uh, Played a lot of MLB 14, the show on PS4, for the last, like, three, four days. Uh, when did I get back? Uh, Sunday morning, so I've been playing it on there. But, you know, I had the time with it in California a few weeks ago as well, so uh, played it quite a bit. And I'll talk about it after the break in the review, obviously. Uh, more Battlefield 4, so we can rent servers now. And it's ridiculously priced. <laughs> it's 
Uh, it, it definitely went up from when Battlefield 3 was out. Uh, we're probably going to rent one soon, at least uh, maybe a seven-day, and see how it goes, see what kind of control we have. One cool thing they added, though, that we noticed uh, when we played today is they have this this kind of a beta thing going on with uh, being able to create a squad before you get into a game again. So, you know, they had this in BF3, and it worked beautifully. You could get your squad together. It was almost like a little mini party system right in the game. So you can do that now, and it actually worked. Uh, I got on. Stoffin and joined me up this afternoon. A couple of the other guys got on and, and played with us, uh, you know, at different times. Our team maker got in. The only weird part about it is uh, that you have to, like, before you would go in either through Battlelog or you would you would join. Like, if, if somebody saw me in the game on my friends list, uh, they could actually go to the PS4 friends list and say, join them there. And you can just join the game right from the friends list uh, section or you can do it from Battlelog. So now, if you're in this squad system, I can't invite you into the squad, which you could do on the on BF3, so I don't know why they didn't add that here. So the person has to actually click multiplayer in the game itself, and then they'll say that, I think it says something like, your friend is in a squad, do you want to join it? But it worked. It worked great. Uh, we always stayed on the same team. We're obviously using the party system to, to talk, so I don't even know how you know the voice chat works or anything. But again, performance has been really good. The servers are running better. Battlelog is still kind of a, a, kind of a cow, but we can live with it. But uh, it, it is. It's running great. And, uh, you know, we're recording some videos with Share, which we can, you know, download to the USB drive and everything now. If I could turn back to... Oh, not that Share? No, not that Share. Oh, okay. S-H-A-R-E. All right. But, uh, no, it, it's, you know, we played again today, and it's running really, really well. Uh, even even the ones that we were getting some rubber banding on before and, and over the last six months are running much better. Uh, we were playing uh, High Nine Resort today, and... Usually when somebody, you can, so there's a big resort right in the middle of the map, like this big hotel, and you could actually knock off both of the sides of it. They would both collapse at different times. And normally when that would happen, it would slow the frame rate down to a crawl, like down to single digits. It was so bad. Uh, we had it today, and it didn't kill the frame rate at all. It didn't even affect it. So they're getting stuff. But we also noticed that on Paracel Storm, which is one of the original maps, before when you would play it, like this typhoon would come through, like this tropical storm would come through, all the trees would start branding, like the, there'd be a lot of rain, the sound would just go crazy. We noticed today, we played that map twice, they have toned down the storm a lot. Hmm. So I don't know if that's a performance thing or just because people were complaining because it was hard to see things. But yeah, they toned it down. Oh, it's hard to see. I can't see anything. I can't see anything. What's going on, Captain? Lame. (laughs) So no, overall, Battlefield Four is like I said. It's it's finally running the way it should have run six months ago, almost seven months ago now. So it's it's nice. It's very fun. We had a great time with it today, and uh, the two hundred and eighty hours I have in the game have not been wasted. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. I can't believe I've been playing that game that much. Keep telling yourself that. I know. Uh, also, because of our talk last week with uh, Shahid and with uh, with Stuart, got back into TXK a little bit more. Really started focusing on it. Got a new personal high score. I was very happy. Even popped the trophy on it. Hundred and twelve. Uh, nice. What now? <laughs> Your high score. Hundred twelve. Uh, it's. I don't even know what it was anymore. I forgot. 
But I've been playing that quite a bit. That's actually pretty much the only thing on the Vita I've been playing the last couple of days. Except, oh, that was the other thing. Before uh, when I was sitting at my parents before the trip last week, I, I went down there because it's a couple hours on the way. So I figured, oh, I'll get a couple hours out of the way already, and I'll start nice and fresh and new. Uh, actually, hooked up on a remote play some and played some Battlefield Four over the Vita. Hmm. <laughs> I had a positive uh, experience. It worked pretty well. I was on the party system with the guys. They were all surprised I was on. And I mean, it's not perfect, but I had positive kill to death ratio on one of the maps, and then I shut her down. But it worked. I, I'm not saying that's the only way I'd ever play the game. By far, no way. But it, it worked. I was, I was pretty surprised. <coughs> uh, also, I don't know why I got on this kick, but I, uh, I booted up Baseball Stars Two on the Neo Geo. One of my all time favorite arcade baseball games. I, I just absolutely adore that game. And then somebody the other day was asking about bowling games. And there's a Neo Geo bowling game called League Bowling. And you can actually, that's one of the few games that will work on the, on the Vita. One of the few PSP games that will work on the Vita. It's awesome. You can get through a game in a couple minutes. It does split screen. If you're on uh, PlayStation 3, there's a PlayStation 3 version of it. You can play four players at once with four controllers. Uh, because they had that set up on the Neo Geo. It was one of the, I think, three games in the Neo Geo. Which, it's so funny when you think about it now. It supported a link feature. So if you had two Neo Geos, because they were only 600 bucks a pop, <laughs> if you had two Neo Geos and two of the cartridges and two controllers in each Neo Geo, there was this little 3.5-millimeter male-to-male plug, basically a, a headphone jack plug, that you would string between the two cartridges themselves, and you could play four-player on two screens. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was... Yeah, that one, I think the motorcycle game did that, and I think there's one other game that did that, but uh, League Bowling is one of the smallest games they ever put on the Neo Geo, it's one of the cheapest cartridges you could buy, uh, and it's an absolute blast, it's one of my favorite games, so the one thing that sucks though is that they actually, good old SNK, decided to release them separately, so... It, there's no cross buy nothing like that. So you, if you want to play it on PS3, you got to buy the PS3 version. If you want to play it on P- PSP slash Vita, you have to buy that version. <sighs> yeah, it was so lame when they brought those because they brought some good games out for a while. And nah, that can be found on the store. I think I think it's like seven bucks, but it's a blast. It's a great great game. It's great to play with somebody else in split screen. And uh, it, like I said, it only takes a couple minutes to get through the game, and you know, it saves your scores and everything. It's fun. Uh, and then last, I'll talk about a little bit. <clears throat> like I said, I've got a huge amount of work to do on this. And I just got back a couple days ago. So I uh, took the trip down to check out H-Hour, which uh, is is from uh, Soft Studios, they call themselves, SOF, down in North Carolina. And uh, it was a great tr- trip. I had a blast. Uh, I actually made a couple stops along the way. One of them being uh, one of our listeners, Stephen, invited me to a vineyard that he works at. Uh, and I found out he's like the head winemaker there. So instead of blessed are the cheesemakers, blessed are the winemakers. Uh, so I stopped in there. I, it, it's got a weird name, so I got to find it again. <laughs> I want to make sure I get it right. Um, and he gave me a bottle of Merlot to send to you, Josh. By the way, <laughs> no fucking Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made specific. Actually, he, he was specific about making sure that I got a bottle of Merlot to you. <laughs> Actually, I don't mind Merlot. Their Merlot <laughs> I is that was funny. <laughs> really good. Yeah, he he knows, but it, it actually was really good. Uh, so I did a bit. He took me around. It's called Rag Apple Lassie Vineyards. Um, it's it's, huh. 
it, it's been around for I think about twelve years. They used to be a tobacco farm. He was telling me, uh, but it's right tobacco. off tobacco. It's right off. I think it's seventy seven. When you get in North Carolina, it's on the northern northern part of the state. Uh, check it out. It's only about fifteen minutes off the main drag. They do great tastings. It's it's a really neat facility. They grow all the grapes right there. It's not something that they ship in or anything else. And uh, Stephen's actually the head winemaker there, and, and uh, so he took me around. I, I'm, I'll tell you, he takes he took me into the room where they age the barrels. You know where, where they have all the wine in the barrels and everything. Mm-hmm. What a smell! Yeah. Oh, it was. I didn't want to leave. It was just so. It, it was such a neat smell because it didn't smell just like wine. It was muted, but all at the same time, it was all kind of mixed in the air together. Oh, was that awesome? Hmm. So. Uh, Tried out some wines. I, I really liked them. You know, I'm not just saying that. I really did enjoy them. Uh, I don't know if they sell anything on the internet or anything else, but you know, he kind of had a little care package for me, so I had a few bottles of wine with me, and uh, really loved it. I can't thank him enough for uh, for the time and for the invite. It was it was truly awesome. I really had a great time, and and another great part about it was when I left, I got to take some back roads to go down to uh, Southern Pines because that's where I was in Southern Pines. Because you're on the, you know, you're on the freeways and everything so much. A few back roads are actually really nice every now and then. And uh, North Carolina is gorgeous, so it was it was quite the trip. Uh, also, got to say, uh, not only the guys at Soft Studios, but there's a restaurant across the street from the studio called Rue Thirty Two R U E Thirty Two, and uh, one of the greatest places I've ever been. I swear, uh, it, the food was outstanding. It was this great menu of all these different regions and everything, but. It was so affordable. It was crazy. Like, I sat there <clears throat> with Patrick, like, for five hours on Friday night because he's good friends with the owner and we wanted to hang out afterwards. I sat there for all night drinking whiskey and had dinner and everything, and my bill was nothing. I mean, it was it was just, it was so affordable. So, uh, <clears throat> awesome staff there, great food. If you're ever in Southern Pines, North Carolina, which you might <clears throat> because it's right next to Pinehurst where the U.S. Open is every year. For golf. Mm. Yeah. So if you decide to go down to Pinehurst to check out the U.S. Open, seriously, it's only minutes away. Check it out. It's on Pennsylvania Avenue in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Route 32, they're open from like 5 to 9 or 5 to 10 weeknights. Uh, It's really worth the trip. It it was so good. And Tim was an awesome host. Uh, The Jessicas were great to hang out with. It it was just a blast. Uh, But you know, the reason I was down there was to uh, hang out with the guys at, at Soft Studios, get to know what was going on with H-Hour and, uh, you know, kind of what they were going for. And I, I think there's some misconceptions out there that a lot of people don't understand. And the reason I say that was some of the questions that we got and some of the questions we even see on Facebook and Twitter. So I, I want to make sure, and I'm going to be putting something at the beginning of the video I'm going to be putting up too, but I want to make sure people understand what's going on. So... David Sears was, I believe, the creative director on the first two SOCOMs. I think it was creative director. But he was pretty much like the guy driving that ga- those games. And uh, got to hang out with him for a while and just soak in the knowledge because the dude's a genius. And what, you know, originally it was a Kickstarter that started, that came out, I think, last year or something. And the Kickstarter was to fund a demo, a proof of concept demo, to then take and try to, to raise funds through investors or whatever else or with a publisher so that they can make a full game, a full third-person tactical shooter in that vein. 
So the demo, and, and I want to make this is why I'm worried. I really have struggled with how to do this correctly because the gameplay footage that you're going to see in the video I put up is this kind of this vertical slice of what they want to accomplish with the game. And the reason I worry about it so much is I was on the HR forums and I've been some other places and they're all being very nitpicky about it because they expect SOCOM. And so they're like, oh, well, that arm's not long enough and that backpack's not right. That I mean, just really nitpicky stuff. But that's not the goal of this demo. The demo was to basically make something playable that shows you what the game is going to be like. And then when they get the funding for the full game, they can do all the motion capture. They can do all of the really high-definition objects and, you know, and, and flesh every, th- every full thing out. So this demo, I mean, I don't even think they did motion capture for the animation. It's just animation. And it's built in Unreal 3. It's one map. It works online. It's a closed demo. It's just for the, you know, the people that work for Soft Studios to, to keep trying to uh, you know, figure things out and, and make it better, that sort of thing. But it, I don't think it's ever going to be released. And that's the thing that I'm really cautious about when I put that video up is people are going to think that that's what the game is, and it's not. That's just the proof of concept of what they want the game to be, kind of, you know, but they want to flesh everything out. So I, I'm going to reiterate that like five times probably over the next couple of weeks, but I, please understand that, folks. When you see it and you say, well, that gun's not modeled correctly, there's no blah, 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 that, that's not what this is about. <laughs> so um, I'm actually, I actually offered to, when I create the video, to show it to those guys to make sure that I'm showing something that they want to, they want to be seen because... There might be a glitch in there they're not happy with. And, and you know, I, I get scared about that because I know how, how kind of important things are right now trying to get funding. So uh, it, it's cool, though. We, we recorded – I got to play it for a couple of hours, and we recorded a lot of the footage from my game session. And it's fun. It's so much fun. Uh, the first thing that grabbed me is the fact that it's at this really smooth frame right now because they're in Unreal Engine, it's on a new system. I mean, it it was just so cool to play that kind of a game at such a smooth frame rate. And it felt so right. So, yeah. Like I said, I'll talk about more next week, probably when I get this feature done. Uh, I got a lot of writing to do. I got a lot of video editing to do. It's going to be a lot of work, but it's worth it. I can't thank those guys enough for inviting me down. It was an absolute treat to hang out with you guys. And, and yeah, so I'll talk about more when I get all the feature and everything done because you really need to see some of the video. And uh, we did get some audio with the, with the team as well, which I'll put in the podcast next week. I'm also going to overlay that audio over the video as well so you guys can hear it uh, and just kind of hear what they're aiming for, what they want to do with the game, and what their intentions are. So, yeah, HR. Oh, uh, and that's about it for me. I, I you know, I haven't didn't watch any movies on the road. I, you know, my TiVo is still full of stuff. I'm sure. I just haven't had time to do anything. I basically laid on the couch for about five hours yesterday, and everybody kept texting me the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, on to you. Well, I'm a little bummed. Aw, I just got an email, and. I'm going to E3. <laughs> so Emra got Emra got uh, declined though. So we're gonna. Th- I emailed them already about Emra. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, dude, that's so awesome. Yeah, we'll see. No, it's awesome. Shut up. <laughs> oh, it's gonna cost us so much money. Anyway. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> hey, everybody, Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Uh, head over to psnation.com, hit that Amazon link. Yeah, but it'll be yeah, worth get it. Get those 64 gig cards. Get that new Vita. Uh, that new, uh, new Vita bundle. Vita it's available bundle. right now. Yeah, Borderlands bucks. 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's so awesome. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, I played on the PS3, I played El Shaddai Ascension of Alan Rickman. Um, <laughs> that game is cool. Uh, but it's weird. I don't know. I wasn't really getting into it. I played it for a half hour or so, 45 minutes, and I was just like, all right, where are we going with this? And I just wasn't, I don't know, the story, the the look of it, I just wasn't getting into it at all. So, yeah. Played some Star Wars pinball again. Because <laughs> it's Star Wars pinball. Um, I played a bunch of Deception 4 Blood Ties on the Vita, which I still need to do a review for. Ah, yes. Uh, that's the one that is on the Vita and the PS3. And it's pretty freaking cool so far. Nice. I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, because it's a lot of, I, I think I talked about it briefly when we got it, that, um, you know, it was out on, there was a series on the PS2, uh, the deception series on the PS2. And I had one of the games, but I hadn't played it. And I knew it was something about setting traps for people. And this girl had been wronged and blah, blah, blah. And, and really so far, that's all the gameplay is. You're you're in this area and there's sort of a story based around it and okay, the enemies are coming now, set your traps and you get this overhead grid view of where you are and you can set the craziest traps. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you can set like a uh spikes that come out of the wall, a giant swinging pendulum of a of huge blade a huge pumpkin head that will drop out of the ceiling. So you get, you get different points based on, uh, you know, the style and humiliation and all these different things. Like you hit them with the pumpkin, they're stumbling along for a few squares and then you put the rakes there. So they step on the rakes and they smack them in the face. (laughs) 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 I mean, you can do some really cool stuff with it. It's, it's, fun so far so uh i i played that for a good little while and then the god of war collection came along so i kind of had to play that (laughs) like crazy and i'm gonna review that tonight so we'll talk about that and i finished that up got the review done and borderlands 2 showed up last night so i was playing that last night and on the train today um now my early impressions of that are that I'm pleasantly surprised. Well, I think a lot of people have been afraid of that because nobody has seen any footage. Exactly. Nobody, like there was no early coverage. There was no footage. I mean, there was that one trailer that really didn't show any gameplay except for like a couple seconds. But there was, I think people are burned by, you know, call of duty, especially. I think that's in a lot of people's minds still. Yeah. That was my biggest concern. But I also saw like, IGN like two, three weeks ago had hands-on video of it. Right. And that looked like poo. 
Oh, really? I, when I, to me, when I saw it, I was like, oh, oh, this, oh, man, I don't like this at all. Mm. Like, it just, it just didn't look right for some reason. So I was kind of expecting that going in. And the funny thing is, I loaded it up and it looks exactly like the PS3 version. Really? <laughs> and I started playing it and it looks exactly like the PS3 version. I was like, holy crap, they, this is actually really good so far. Um, you know, there's pop in and everything, but it's way off in the distance and you don't really notice it unless you're looking for it. Uh, so, so far, and the one thing they changed that they had to change because of memory limitations is when you kill an enemy, they just explode. Yeah. Their bodies don't lay there. Okay. Um, so what what happens? Just the loot drops or? The loot drops, okay. yeah. The loot drops and the bodies explode. Okay. So the so loot is there. Um, but uh, so far, so good. Uh, what I did was I created a brand new character because I wanted to play through the beginning again. Okay. Because... I didn't want to jump right in with the cross save and then move on to spaces that I haven't seen before. You know, I wanted to, I wanted something familiar. Plus I wanted to create a new character. So, yeah. uh, I did that just to get the feel for it. And then, cause I knew those early areas in when I had borderlands Two initially, I played the crap out of those initial areas, like just scouring for every last little thing all over them. So I know them quite well. Uh, and it's, it's actually really impressive so far. So mm-hmm. hopefully it continues that way. I need to play some more. I need to pull my save over and see what it looks like deeper into the game. Uh, I need to try some multiplayer and see how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Cause that's a big right part of now, game. Yeah. But right now, pretty good. Uh, I just, I don't want to say, Hey, it's great. Everybody rush out and buy it. Cause I don't know yet. I haven't really, you know, it's, it's only been like two, three hours at the most and it's right at the beginning of the game. So I need to, I need to get my save over, see how easy or difficult that is. I, it looks like it's going to be pretty easy. Um, <clears throat> one thing that was a kind of a, pain and i need to look at a way to stop that um i guess i could just turn off the wi-fi uh i'm on the train and you know everything's going good and then all of a sudden the the vita you know pick a wi-fi signal thing pops up oh yeah get get the fuck off my screen i shut it off (laughs) and then i'm playing for a little while and we go into a tunnel and we come out and the wi-fi thing pops up again i'm like what the stop this so, yeah, if you don't want to do that, you might want to turn that off because <laughs> it's just – it'll keep popping up throughout your game. That's one thing I wish they would handle better on the Vita. I mean it, it's, it's, it's a portable system that's not going to be able to connect all the time. Yeah. And, you know, you have these cases where you turn it – basically put it on airplane mode or turn the Wi-Fi off. And the games that you're playing sometimes will freak out because they have leaderboards. And they'll flat yeah. out tell you, well, I'm not going to save your score. Screw you. If you don't have connectivity, you're not going to get on the leaderboards. Yeah. And I really wish they would put something in, you know, the development kit or whatever in the software itself to handle that stuff better. That's really my only complaint with the Vita right now. Yeah. So, uh, elsewhere, um, it was, you know, Star Wars Day on Sunday. <laughs> what? And 
leading into it, like late last week, uh, I saw a tweet that the X-Wing series, uh, comic series, was like dirt cheap for the full series Mm, okay. um, in like three compendiums or something like that. And I picked that up. And then I started seeing all those sales pop up all over and I was like, Oh crap. Um, So I did get some of those, uh, including the old original star Wars comics, which were pretty terrible. Yeah. The ones from Marvel. Uh, but it's kind of a nostalgia thing. I, I, I bought the first volume of that, which is pretty freaking huge. Um, but those were a lot of the ones I had. I had like the first 30 or 40 of those, um, which I still have in a box upstairs somewhere. Um, but they were really bad. Like, <laughs> like one of the, one of the early, you know, you get through the movie, they basically did the movie as a comic and yeah. then you get to, uh, Luke on Tatooine and there's this, uh, Hulk, uh, like, like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's a pirate ship essentially that's sitting in the desert, how it got there. What? So then I'm reading this and I'm like, wait, there was water all over Tatooine at one point. Oh my gosh. And they had pirate ships. Oh. And I'm like, but wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So yeah, it, it kind of went downhill pretty quick. Mm. <laughs> um, I remember that uh, from from the series, but um, I, I downloaded it, which took quite a while. Uh, but I'm interested to go through it and and see which ones. How quickly you know I, I turn the page and go, oh my gosh, I remember <laughs> that. That was terrible. <laughs> um, so I got a couple of those. Um, the X-Wing series I'm actually kind of excited for because I think that a lot of them, I could be completely wrong here. I'm just pulling this out of my ass. But I think that a bunch of them are based on the books, the X-Wing series books that were out. And those books were awesome. Hmm. Uh, they were set, I forget exactly when they were set, but essentially Wedge was Red Leader and that was it. Like he, they were the elite, uh, squadron and they were deployed all over the place. So you get all these really cool things. Um, the, the books at least were, were really, really good. So kind of hoping the comics either follow that or kind of follow in that vein. What what I'm really hoping for is an origin story for Porkins. Oh yeah. I mean, Porkins, how did he become Porkins? (laughs) Was it a lot uh, of butter? Was it a lot of butter? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of butter. Plus, he likes um, fresh gungan. I think. <laughs> no, I think he'd be going for the smoked and salted gungan. Yes. 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 Plenty of salt. Hey, so um, so with it being Star Wars weekend and all, then I saw something uh, pop up that said, "Hey." Uh, Steam is doing a Star Wars pack. Really? Yeah, for like thirty some, like thirty four dollars or something like that. It was like fourteen or fifteen games, I think. Uh, if you bought them individually, most of them were like under two bucks. A couple were like six bucks. Damn it! Uh, 
Well, I looked at all of them and I'm like, Dark Forces, Jedi Knight, on and, it, on uh, it. Knights of the Old, Re- Old Republic and Starfighter and, you know, just a whole bunch of games. And I thought, wow, all right. All right well, 34 bucks I didn't really want to spend. But, you know, I, I counted up the ones that I would want, which were a lot of the Dark Forces ones. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm already at 20 something. And if I just spend the extra money, I'd get like nine more games. So it might be worth it. Mm. Um, But as I was trying to figure that out, I saw something on Twitter, um, you know, one of the NeoGAF forum tweets. Yeah, yeah. That said the Space Quest collection was 10 bucks. I saw you tweet about this. And I went, oh, look at that. So I went in to look at that, and when I was in there, I saw that the King's Quest collection was also ten bucks. Oh like, snap! Fuck me! So I put it aside and thought, okay, I'll I'll come back and look at this when I get the chance, you know, on Sunday night or whenever. Uh, so I sat down on Sunday night and I started to look at it, and I put Space Quest collection in my cart, uh, and I started to look at the King's Quest collection, and uh. I said, well, you know, I should probably check the reviews just to make sure everything's okay here. Sure. And the reviews, I started seeing left and right. This does not work in Windows 7 or Windows 8. Ugh. Basically, any 64-bit system, it does not work. Half the games are broken. They just will not work, and you never get your money back from Steam, so you're fucked. So don't even buy it. Wow. So then I went, huh, wonder about the Space Quest collection. So then I went and I checked that. And found out that that had problems too. Not a lot more, you know, but it was, it was much better than the King's quest collection, Yeah. but there were people that had serious problems with it. And I was like, you know what? I, maybe I don't want to do this. So I was like, all right, I'll focus on star Wars because they are more recent games and they should play better and everything. Sure. And it's like 14, 15 games. I'm like, all right, I can't go through all these. So let me just check like dark forces, Jedi Knight, you know, the, the big ones that I really want. <laughs> this doesn't sound good. Yeah. Eventually I got to the point like three games in where I was like, this is exactly why I don't want to do PC gaming anymore. Fuck this. And I just closed steam and walked away. Yeah. And this, this is why I don't want to deal with it because when you look at it, especially I have a system that's, that's flying Games should just work. I shouldn't have to look at all these things and worry about, getting DOS box and worry about getting the, you know, these compatible drivers and well, the, the space quest collection might work if you download all these patches from Sierra at this forum link oh, here, God, and like fuck that. I don't want to do that. I want to get the game and I want to play it. That's all I want to do. Yeah. That's why I stopped PC gaming. It, it, it just all came back to me <laughs> like in a rush. And I was like, this is exactly why I stopped PC gaming. I'm not going to do this. And I just, I, said fuck it and just walked away um i'm not i'm not gonna get involved in that because you know and i know a lot of people well it's really easy you just download this one thing and you can play i i don't want to that's why i have a console i take a disc i put disc in i play game done it's simple you know if there's a patch it patches it by itself. I don't have to go to some fucking forum somewhere across the internet and dig for a link and download something and install it and do this and double check the compatibility and see this and tweak my drivers and fuck that. 
Yeah. Just fuck that. I can't do that. I can't. I don't have the time to be bothered with that. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm kind of glad that happened <laughs> because <laughs> because I mean, look at me. I at I was right there. I was like Star Wars pack of like fourteen, fifteen games, and then Space Quest collection of eight or nine games, and King's Quest collection of eight or nine games. And all these. Oh, this is going to be exciting, and I can't wait to play them again. And <laughs> And then the reality hit me and I was like, this is not going to happen. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I dropped it. <laughs> I'm done. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I don't need this hassle. Um, I'm happy with... Well, I'm happy with the consoles. I, I've got way more than enough to play on the consoles and the handhelds and, and everything else. So sure. it's, um, I don't feel that I'm missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. I mean, it's been years since I played a proper PC game besides Portal that I just played like a week or two ago. Uh, so I I don't really miss it. It's fine. You know, you, you, you talking about Star Wars Day and everything <clears throat> reminded me, which I was going to talk about later, but I might as well do it now. Uh, on the trip back, uh, Pete Wensler, who, if if you people remember invited me down for the Packers versus Cincinnati Bengals game a few months ago, back in September of last year, where the Packers lost, uh, invited me. He messaged me and he's like, dude, are you coming back through here? Because the Brewers are actually in Cincinnati. <laughs> and I freaked out. I, I didn't even think about it because it was just so like kind of focused on what I was doing. I'm like, holy crap. So I did. I, I stopped there on the way back, uh, stayed overnight with, with, uh, with Pete and his lovely fiance uh, Amanda, and his family came out. They already had this plan for Saturday night, and I went along. And it was Star Wars weekend there in Cincinnati, hmm. so they had like an R two D two and and a couple other droids hanging around, and they had all these people in Star Wars garb. I saw probably the the fattest uh, Boba Fett kind of. Uh, <laughs> Bounty hunter outside the stadium. Pete and I got our, our picture taken with him and another guy. I mean, this dude was big. Uh, but they had, like, uh, a kid come out to throw out the first pitch, and he was dressed like a st- stormtrooper, and Darth Vader walked him out, you know. And uh, the night before, I guess, Darth Vader actually threw out the first pitch, and they was doing all this Star Wars stuff. And uh, the Brewers ended up losing. So I can't go back to Cincinnati ever, <laughs> ever. Apparently. It is a, it, it's a cursed town. Uh, Great American Ballpark, pretty nice. Uh, not very much different in size of Miller Park, actually. I was kind of surprised. But really nice stadium. I, 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 my biggest complaint is it's really tough to see the game, like if you're at the concession stands. That was one thing that I always loved about, mm. uh, like down in Arizona and also Miller Park and a couple of other ones I've been at where these newer Just parks. Just wait till you go yeah, to Philly. <clears throat> oh, it's even uh-huh. worse, I'm sure. No, it's it's fucking oh, is it? beautiful. Yeah. Yes. So you're at the concessions and you can't see the game at all, but they only have TVs above the opening out to the game <laughs> where you can already see the game. That's brilliant. But there's no TVs when you're faced the, at the concession stands. So what's the point? Like, yeah. it just, I was like, really? The, I, I, come on. So, but no, it was, it was a really nice park. Uh, I had a great time. We went to the Hofbrau house again for dinner and, and I got a nice pint of beer and, or a liter of beer and, uh, um, just had a great time. And I can't thank Pete and Amanda enough for, uh, for the invite and for the hospitality as always. Uh, but I cannot come back ever. I'm sorry. Uh, I love hanging out with you too, but, uh, I can't, I, I just can't come to Cincinnati ever again. 
Not when there's sports involved. <laughs> but then he said, well, why don't you just come back when uh, the Bengals are playing Pittsburgh? And I'm like, well, I could do that. Because I like seeing Pittsburgh lose just as much as everyone else. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was really cool. I mean, it, it, I was already driving back that way. It was just it, it wasn't. It didn't even take any longer to drive there. Uh, it was just a different route back, and I actually got to drive on the uh, the Appalachian Highway or whatever in Kentucky. Oh, uh, yeah. Which it was really funny. I I always wondered where Sprint didn't cover anything, and it was Northeast Kentucky. Like as soon as I hit that Appalachian Highway, it was Highway Nine that I took to Highway Ten, I believe. My phone just went. Phew. I was on the phone with Rock at the time, uh, just talking about the really? Brewer game and everything. All of a sudden, just boom, nothing. <laughs> and I didn't get I didn't get signal again until I was uh, out by the Cincinnati Airport, which is actually in Kentucky. But um, it was beautiful out there, man. It, just such a great drive. Wait, that really that stretches all the way out to Kentucky. Yeah, that's that's where it's that's where I hooked on to it. Right when I got into Kentucky from uh, West Virginia, I went straight west from West Virginia, and instead of going up to Ohio, I went straight west into Kentucky and hit it there after a few miles. Jeez, those mountains are a bit wider than I oh, thought. Oh yeah, and then I took that. That actually took me right into the freeway, which is on the south side of Cincinnati on the Kentucky side still. And uh, it's just oh, the airport. Wow. So Shit. as soon as I got off yeah. that, I was like 15 more minutes to their place because they live up at huh. the airport. So, but it was funny. Like my phone just went hard down. <laughs> huh. Yeah, because I've been all along the Appalachian Trail, like from Virginia up through Maine. Um, and I knew it stretched into West Virginia. I didn't realize it went that far. Yeah, it really right. does. It goes into Kentucky and parts of parts of Ohio, really. It, it, you know, it's so funny, Holy too, crap. because I really got to ponder the whole GPS revolution that we have. Because I used to be that person that would always keep an atlas in, in my, my car. Mm, yeah. I always had an atlas. And I have one, but it was in the trunk, you know, doing me a lot of good in the trunk. <laughs> but I didn't really look at my route. And for some reason, I just didn't realize, and I should have, I just didn't realize, because it's probably because I was up for 14 hours driving, but I didn't realize that coming out of... West Virginia, I was still going to hit some Virginia before I hit North Carolina. So I'm going through West Virginia at night, and I'm like, I really want to pull over and find a room for the night so I can see some of this, this, these beautiful mountains you know, in the daylight. Where so, did you stop in Virginia? Uh, Wytheville, which hmm. is right over the border, right after you. It's only a few miles past uh, when you get out of West Virginia into Virginia. And it's up in the hills. It's just found a nice, uh, like, Motel Six or something, or super, I think it was a Super. 8. Oh, I see it. I see it. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're down past Blacksburg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I know everything down 81 there. I mean, when you go to school in Virginia, that's the thing. There's nothing to do. Like everybody, <laughs> at least at at George Mason when I was there, it was it's it was t- at the time twenty thousand students, only three thousand lived on campus. Yeah. At the time. So everybody went home on the weekends. The people that were there all went to see their friends at all the other colleges all over the state. <laughs> so I've been and, – and you go down 81 and it's just college after college after college. Oh, so okay. from like James Madison and uh, University of Virginia and um, – I can't remember the other ones down there, Roanoke, um, but you go all the way down there. So I've been 
like all over the state, all these schools. Okay. Uh, but Wytheville, yeah, that's that's way down in the corner, really. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it's I probably got there at one in the morning local time. I've been on the road for fourteen hours, and I just flopped down for the night. It was great because you know all these storms were coming through that area the days before. There were tornadoes. There were all these storms, and I didn't even know if I was going to get there or not. You know, it was just, it was pretty crazy. <clears throat> so, got got out of the room that morning and just started driving. Found a Waffle House. I was so happy. Got my Waffle House out of the way, but just gorgeous. And then you're driving down the other side of the mountains, and you all all of a sudden you look off to the left, and it's just flatland, and it's all it's just gorgeous. And that's you going into North Carolina. Yeah. And yeah, it was. We had such great. I mean, I had rain the night before. You know, the night that I was driving down and. If anybody watched those silly little videos they put on YouTube because I was bored, like Indiana, I don't know what it is with truckers in Indiana, but they can all go to hell. Because <laughs> every time I was in the left lane ready to pass them, one asshole would get over in front of me and then and then barely pass the other truck in front of them. Every freaking time. It was, it was so infuriating. But it was a weird route that Google took me. It took me down through like Dayton, Ohio and... On these really old highways, but they still had 70 mile an hour speed limits, you know, and make great time. But, oh, man. Yeah. What a drive. <laughs> but Wiseville was neat. It was it was a neat little town, too. It was, or a neat little area there. But, yeah. But it was, it was great. It was great that I got to turn that into a brewer trip, too, and get another uh, baseball stadium off my bucket list. So, uh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Glad I was able to do it. Mm. Yeah. All right, well, let's take our break. When we come back, we'll talk some MLB. We'll talk some God of War. Maybe some emails, if we got anything good this week, which I haven't even really looked at yet. And uh, we'll be right back. I guess we'll start with MLB first. Obviously, this isn't going to take too long because I've talked about this why game so freaking much. Why don't we start with what we just watched? Oh, yeah. You want to? <laughs> mm. So uh, I just kind of happened upon this, and uh, Fox posted the first trailer for the new TV series Gotham, which takes place when Jim Gordon first gets on the force and uh, basically the pre-everything for Batman. And it looks awesome. <laughs> Huge budget. Like, even when you watch Arrow, you can still kind of tell some some of the things are kind of small. And, and um, it just, I mean, it seems bigger, obviously, than Smallville and everything. But it just seems like it's not movie-sized. This, wow. Like, 
Big sets, everything. Huge locations. Didn't all load? Yeah. Come on. I Well, I'm a little... I mean, it looks good, but I'm a little iffy on... At the very end, they're like, before blah, before blah, before blah. And then it's a bunch of kids. I don't want to see kid versions of all these people running around for several seasons. That's that's I the really one thing that bothered don't. me, too. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to see Kid Poison Ivy and Kid Catwoman and Kid... I, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> well, luckily, they're not all. I mean, uh, they showed Penguin, they showed uh, Riddler... And a couple of the others that are a little bit older. So yeah, that's they're good. in their early twenties. Yay! Well, <laughs> this is Bruce Wayne's know, like eight. I know, I know, but I'm not. I, yeah, I'll, I'll wait and see. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 didn't know what to expect from Arrow. Yeah. So that's true. and it's turning out to be awesome. Yeah. So Very true. I'm excited though. I mean, you know, I'm a Batman nerd, so I uh, I really want to see it now. <laughs> Holy cow! I didn't know what to expect. So if you're on the Facebook group, I actually put the trailer up on the group just now. Uh, so go over and check that out. But wow, it looks pretty damned impressive and pretty promising so far. But like you said, yeah, the, the two that really bothered me were Catwoman and Poison Ivy. Yeah. Because I think the woman in the club is Harley. Because the hair. Mm, could be. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Interesting, though. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. Okay, well, MLB. So, <clears throat> I've talked about this ad nauseum, PS4. You know, I went to the preview event and everything else, and it's now out. It's out today. been playing it like crazy, and it's funny. I did a stream today. I was just streaming it from Cher for, like, like three hours I probably went. Cher. Early Cher, though, before she was clinically insane. Uh. Yeah. Um... It's it's the same game. I mean, at, at the core, it's the same game we know. It's the same MLB, MLB 14, the show that's on the PS3, except for sounds of the show, obviously. But what you're getting out of the PlayStation 4 version is just a ton of polish and just a ton of great visuals and more accurate controls, I think. I think it's a lot more responsive. Uh, and surprisingly, so far online that works uh played three full online games yesterday and it worked i mean it wasn't perfect there were a little like a couple little hitches here and there we had one point where it was a foul ball and it took about 15 seconds to go back to the batter but it worked and i'm surprised the one thing that didn't work though i think is i don't think voice chat works during the game so I emailed the team to ask them if voice was supposed to be there. They never responded. Obviously, you have the party chat, but if you're playing random people on the internet, you're not going to get into a party to play the game. So that part's a little frustrating, but what everything else you get, I mean, online, like I said, it's, it's working. There, I, I've seen a couple of people on Twitter say they had a, a worse experience. Okay. I have a video showing how good it was, and I will post that video if it ever freaking encodes behind me on my laptop. But... I'll give you tangible proof for what I've seen, and that's all I can report on. Because one of the guys on Twitter today was just coming after me like, oh, you're lying, and I'm never going to listen to you again because you're saying online works. I'll show you that it works. So I know it's a weird thing for MLB The Show to have uh, working online, and it can definitely be improved still, but we played the full game and neither of us went, ugh. So uh, other than that, though, I mean, you know, all rebuilt stadiums, 
all new lighting, and I mean the lighting is everywhere. Night games, day games, everything. Uh, one thing that we did watch for is, uh, so if you're in a day game, when you're at a baseball game, the sun moves, you know, and, and the shadows move with it. And, well, actually, officially the sun doesn't move, the earth is moving. Anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It moves in. Uh, in just waiting to see what you In say. relation with where the stadium is, and et cetera, et cetera. But... Uh, the way that they handled it before in, in the previous games on the PS3 was that there were like a couple of different stages of lighting. So you would see the lighting move, but it was maybe, I think it was like three or four presets throughout the day. This actually has a lot more subtle movement. And the funny thing is you can see it happen. So at the end of a play, if there's like an out at first or whatever else, and they're at kind of a wide shot, all of a sudden you'll see it kind of click a little bit. So it's not a real subtle movement. It's just all of a sudden click. But it is a lot more movements now and it, it, because they actually move the the lighting in real time now it's not it's not pre-rendered you know set up lighting so that was one really nice thing to see it, it was one that was on my list of things to ask about and i did ask about it and i've re- never really heard a great answer so it's cool that they have that um past that though like everything's built out now the scoreboards are actually in three di- dimensions they're not just flat surfaces anymore uh the same thing with the signs that are out in the outfield and all that other stuff uh, like I said before, the crowd just adds so much more depth to the game now. Uh, having all those different player or all those different models out there and all the different uh, like shirts and logo wear and everything else that they have on, it, it just adds so much depth to that to that presentation. And the thing is, the dynamic camera that was added this year, which was a pretty major addition, and, and I really love it. Uh, so what the dynamic camera is. Usually when you're playing the game, when a hit happened, even if you were at the batter's view, or actually when you're at the batter's view, because when you're at the pitcher's view, obviously the camera has to change. Um, But in the batter's view, you would hit the ball, and all of a sudden it would cut to a different camera. And it was always kind of jarring, because you didn't know where the ball was going sometimes or whatever else. So now what they did, they, they added this dynamic camera. So what happens is when you hit the ball, it follows the ball, and it never cuts anywhere. It's a smooth... Trans, not even transition, but it, it follows the ball smoothly from the from the bat out to the field wherever it's going. And on PS4, for some reason, and I because the PS3 version runs at 60 frames, just like PS4. Obviously, we're at a higher resolution now and, and better textures, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for some reason, on PS4, it just it's more evident now, and I just love that dynamic camera. So, you know, I've talked a lot about the blades of grass that are there and all these little details. Uh, how good the players look now, even like when you're doing the player creation for Road to the Show, you get to see a lot of the stuff that has been talked about in the past for you know a couple months now on, on PS4. But that's the thing. I mean, it's a game I already love playing, and now I'm, I'm getting to play the best version of it because it's so beautiful and it plays so well. The one thing I want to bring up that annoys the heck out of me, honestly, is there's a couple of reviews out there and the only reason I know about these is because people were tweeting about it today and people were talking about it on the stream. A couple of reviews out there said that the load times were long and that they're longer than the PS3. They're not. They're the same load <laughs> times as the PS3 version. Uh, if, and if honestly, if a load time is going to affect your decision on buying this game or not, well, I don't think you're a baseball fan, quite honestly. And that's your prerogative. Uh, the one thing that's probably the most annoying about the game is that it has a pretty long install time. So it'll do that initial install when you put the disc in, like normal. 
and you can get into the game. And there's a couple things you can play, but there's an actual. I mean, this is a big game. I guess the download is about forty gig. It's a big game. So doing the install, uh, I saw somebody. I think Wally tonight on Twitter said it was an hour and a half. But you can play some things. You just can't play everything. So unfortunately, if you're if you want to go in and play that one or that thing that doesn't work until you install it, it's going to suck because you're going to have to wait. Uh, so that's the biggest annoyance of the whole thing, in my opinion. Uh, the other thing was a lot of people were having problems because Sony somehow didn't have the stupid game available at midnight like they were supposed to to, to digitally download. And it sounds like people had to wait until the stupid store updated. So Sony needs to fix that shit. Because that's just absolutely ridiculous because they were advertising it that it was going to be available at midnight. So other than that, though, it's it's great. I mean, it's it's... When you think back on when, when the game came from PS2 to PS3, and it was essentially an HD upconvert. It really was. It was missing modes. It was missing features. And it looked a little bit better. It didn't even look as good as the game got to be on PS3, obviously. This time around, you get the full game, all the features, and it looks fantastic. You know, it, it, it really does. The only time you ever see the frame rate drop, and it's not even that much, is during, like, little cutscene times. Like, if you hit a, a walk-off, and you come into home plate and all the players are there, it does it on PS3, too. It, like, slows down a little bit, but it's not even that bad. It never slows down during gameplay. It's silky smooth. Uh, it, it's, it's just so great. <laughs> I mean, for a baseball fan and for a fan of the series, it's this is the Cadillac. This is... This is what we've been wanting for so long, and we get it the first year the PS4 is out. We don't have to wait another year or whatever. So right now it's my favorite sports game by a long shot. Uh, I, I'm going to be playing it a lot, and it's just so great that all my Road to the Show stuff is going to carry over next year. I love that I can upload it to the cloud, take my Vita with me, because that's what I'm going to be doing when I take my trip next week. Uh, I will have that Vita playing MLB on, on Road to the Show and getting my character built up. I got called up to AAA today here in the stream so because I started a new character again. But I gave it a 9.0. It, it's fantastic. It's better than the PS3 version, and that's why I got a better score. So there. Because online actually works, and it looks awesome. <laughs> mm. But there's a lot of other things. I mean, all the audio is uncompressed now, and it sounds... A little bit better. I mean, I think the game always sounded great. Uh, but there's a lot of little details in there. And like I said, I've talked about the game ad nauseum already with all the features. So if you want to see the full review, once Josh gets it loaded up to the website, you can check that out on psnation.com. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So this one I'm, I'm interested. And I, I have to preface this because <laughs> I tweeted it. But none of none of us know that Sanzaro did this fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> they did this conversion. It's awesome. Hopefully. Yeah, it's it's funny because <clears throat> um, earlier this evening I went looking on NeoGaf for an official review thread. Yeah, and there isn't one. Um, but I found a thread where people were talking about it, and they all thought Bluepoint did it. Because on Metacritic, it says Bluepoint did it. Huh. So I corrected that um, and said, you know, and I did a review and I loved it and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so we know how much I love Sanzaro. As do I. <laughs> um, 
So coming into this, when I saw that, I was like, okay, now my expectations have been raised. Uh, I hope I, it just doesn't fall on its face. Um, so obviously we've had God of war games on the PSP, uh, one stick PSP, uh, and no touch screens or anything. And it worked, you know, they, Ready at Dawn found a way to map the controls that made it work and made you not really feel like you were missing anything. You know, it actually worked really well. Uh, Now you've got the sticks, but obviously you don't have L2, R2 still. Right. Uh, But you've got touchscreens, which is a new wrinkle here. So... uh, God of War 1 and 2, if if you don't know these games, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, and and I did that. In the review, uh, the first couple paragraphs, I started to explain the games, and then I stopped. I was like, look, come on. You're not here to read about what these games are. You know what these games are. Yeah. Uh, it's about Kratos, uh, who was uh, reached out to Ares in his time of desperation and Ares helped him and then he became a servant to him and then eventually had to kill him. Uh, That was the plan in the first game. Uh, And in the second game, he is the God of War and then he has to uh, then he gets uh, things happen. <laughs> I don't really want to say it. I mean, I know it's like a fifteen-year-old game at this point. I'm spoiling it. Old but, spoilers. Uh, uh, yeah, the big things happen, and it's a big, big adventure. So obviously, these have been on. Um, these have been upgraded already uh, to the PS3 in HD collections, and they looked great, yeah. and they played great. Uh, these games look fantastic. Hmm. Abs, both of them look just amazing on the Vita. By the way, you know that there actually is an official uh, reviews thread. Is there? Yeah. Well, there wasn't, and we're listed at least. It. Okay. When I looked earlier, there there wasn't. Yeah, uh, the smartest so created my... it said uh, check it out in all its 544p up conversion or something like that. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it looks spectacular. I, you know, I, and that was the thing, like the that thread that I saw, you know, they were, well, is it going to be 30 frames per second or 60 frames per God. second? How the fuck can you tell on the video? I can't tell what's what. I, you know, maybe there's a way to know. I don't know. Looking at the Vita and playing the game, it looks and plays Josh, fucking great. People on NeoGAF, <laughs> they just know. All right. Well, Whatever they know, it's if it's at five forty four p or if it's at five forty p, and they're exactly. robbing us of those four p. Damn it! <laughs> well, to me, it looks awesome. Both look awesome. God of War two obviously looks a little bit better. Yeah, <clears throat> because God of War two did look better. Um, it was a. Uh, it came out two years. Yeah, two years after the first one. Yeah, uh, two thousand seven. Uh, God of War 2 came out. So um, the controls the controls actually work really, really well. Uh, one thing I did have a problem with, like the, the back touch is used for um, all your grabs and stuff like that. Not, not like the grabbing the enemies. That's still circle. But um, 
things that R2 and, and L2 would be used for. Um, they, they kind of switch things up. So, uh, on the consoles, if I remember correctly, you know, um, L2 was your magic. Yeah. Um, but they moved that over to R1, uh, over to the right trigger. Uh, the touch screen is then used to open chests to like grab a crate and move it around, um, to save your game, you know, stuff like that. Um, the problem I had with it and it, it took me a couple tries to figure it out. Cause I was like, what the, what the, what the, what the? if you get anywhere near a save point, and your finger just happens to be lightly resting somewhere on that back screen, oh it triggers it instantly. And I'm like, okay. And I save my game and I say, you know, done. And I back out and it goes right back in to save the game because my finger is still on the back <laughs> of the pad. So Get keep your that fingers mind. off that thing. <laughs> That's the thing. Keep that in mind. And it was frustrating. The first couple times I was like, all right, this just sucks. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, just get your stupid fingers off the back of the screen when you're saving. And it's fine. It's not that big a deal. So uh, the other things you have to hold your finger on the, sc- on the back of the screen. So you can't accidentally open a chest as you're walking by, you know, cause there's a whole animation where he steps in front of it and he reaches down and he pulls it up and everything. So it's just the save games where you can, you can hit it accidentally and it can be kind of annoying. Um, the rage of the gods and, uh, like the, is it the Hercules stomp? The one of the stomps, uh, those are right on the front touch screen. Mm. Uh, and they're on the right side of the screen. The icon is there. Um, which the icon was there, you know, a little bit smaller in the game so that you knew that you had, you know, the rage of the gods all, all juiced up and ready to go. Right. Um, but you can't click L3, R3. Right. Uh, you know, so you have to, uh, this is their solution, which you just reach your right thumb over and, and hit the rage of the gods and it, you know, it's fine. Sure. It's, it's close enough to the stick that it's real easy to just reach over and tap it. Um, I was afraid. I, I was still afraid that these were going to be a problem or that I was just going to be looking at it like, Oh, it's Sanzaru. Oh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but man, you know, we had talked about this. I, I kind of had been burned out a little bit on the God of War series. I never finished three. I didn't touch Ascension, um, besides like preview events. And I really, you know, I love the series so much, but I had played them so much between one and two and chains of Olympus and, um, uh, ghost of Sparta and then getting them in the HD collection. And it was just, it was so much. I was just like, all right, I I can't, I'm I'm done. (laughs) Um, and I just set it aside, you know, we've been, I've been joking that, um, I'm I'm one speed run away from a platinum on God of War one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I years. just and I don't know that I'm ever going to do it. Well, playing these just kind of rekindled my love affair with these games. Nice. Because I just got back into it and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember why these games were so much fun. 
and they play so well on the Vita. They look fantastic. Uh, the, the audio, I, I had my headphones on almost the entire time I was playing these just because of where I was at the time, usually on the train or wherever I was. Uh, it's the audio is perfect. Yeah. It's, it's everything that it was, you know, in, in the original games. Uh, so I, I just freaking love them. They're, they're an excellent translation. They look great. They play great. Uh, they come off really without a hitch. I, I haven't run into any problems, any slowdown or anything like that. Um, you know, the effects look amazing. Uh, it just, they work yeah. and they work really, really well. Um, so I gave this a 9.5. Wow. There it's, it's God of war one and two in your pocket that you can play anytime, anywhere. Yeah, true. And for 15 bucks a game, I think that's absolutely worth it. You know, and I keep hearing here and there, Oh, that's too much money. It's too, it's too expensive. You know, why do people think $15 is, is it? It's 15 bucks, right? Well, no, it's 15 bucks per game. So, th- so it's 30 bucks total, but still that's, how much? I'm I'm breaking it down per game. You buy, you have to pay thirty dollars, and you have to get both of them just yeah, to clear that I up. I don't understand how that's a problem. Yeah, I mean it's it's two very big, very you know, two very long full length games yeah. that they didn't just port over. They didn't just very quick. This wasn't a quick and dirty. Oh, let's just slap it in there and just you know, it, they did a lot of work on this. Yeah. It, Developers have to get paid. <laughs> We're not getting any games. I mean, and 15 bucks per game is a really good deal for God of War 1 and 2 on the Vita, in my opinion. You know, maybe I'm crazy. But um, I said at the end of the review that playing these has made me a bit greedy. I want the rest of the series. I want Chains of Olympus. I want Ghost of Sparta. And I want God of War 3. I would play through God of War 3 again if it was on Vita. And Ascension. I mean, they've shown... Yeah. Uh, they Well, they've shown with Borderlands to be so far... Yeah. ...that you can take a PS3 game and you can get it onto the Vita and you can make it work. Uh, could you make God of War 3 work? It's not going to look as good, obviously. Well, but I think they But they could, could do a really good job. They get away with some of the visuals on God of War 3 because they have those preset cameras. Yeah, you know they're not static, but they're still preset, and a lot of the stuff is kind of pre-rendered or whatever. And I think you would think that. I mean, you've seen the other stuff run on there. I mean, Uncharted looked really good on the Vita, and there's a lot of other stuff that looks really good. So you would think that they would be able to scale it somehow. That's the thing. I think they could, and and then it just got my mind racing. I'm like, well, if you can do these two games, you know, and they don't look like the PS2 versions, they look like the PS3 versions. The the HD versions. Yeah. Um, I, I almost forgot the, now that I've already <laughs> given it score and everything. Um, you do get uh, the cutscenes are still the same cutscenes. I was going to ask PS2. you about that. Are they like, yeah. so they're four, three and yeah. Yeah. And, and fuzzy, um, which Makes I, sense. I got no, that, that's fine. I mean, it, are you really going to spend the time and development effort to re-render those cutscenes somehow, it's not worth it, you know. Um, and when I first saw it, I was like, "What? Oh, oh, oh well, no big deal." 
uh, honestly, it's it doesn't detract from the game at all. Yeah. Um, so it just my mind was racing that if they can get these onto the Vita and get them looking that good, what else can they do? Yeah. And not not even necessarily Sanzaro. I mean, they they've shown that they're pretty damn good at, at doing stuff like this. Agreed. Um, but just get these games into the hands of a good developer and, and bring, bring all of those HD collections to the Vita. I mean, obviously we've seen if it doesn't get to a good developer, it can suck like Jack, um, which kind of sucks, but I want to see, and we know Sly Cooper is coming. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank collection. Um, it just, some of the PS3 games even, uh, now that we have Borderlands two hitting, you know, I, I, you can do this. I want to see these games. I, it would be so freaking amazing to have these games in your pocket just to play. You know what they need to bring over? Warhawk. Oh, could you imagine? (laughs) You imagine that? Play Warhawk Um, mobile. Oh, that would, that would actually translate pretty well to that screen. Yes, it would. It would look awesome. Um, that, that was another thing that I, that some people had asked is a cross save. No, it's not. Um, which I mean, think about it to do cross save. You would have to go back and patch. You'd have to patch four different versions of the game. Essentially. You'd have to patch the original, uh, HD versions and the ones that came in the HD collection, like the full God of War saga collection, which was uh one, two, three, and uh chains downloads of Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta. Um so patching everything, doing QA on all of it, making sure nothing gets broken from this. Uh, that's money that obviously they weren't gonna spend um to make that happen. Right. Especially when they're, then they're charging $40 a game and then you're all pooping your pants. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's bad enough that they're charging 30, but now they're going to charge 40. I mean, honestly, it would, it would have cost a lot more and I don't know that it would have, I mean, I wouldn't copy my save over at this point. I've already played those games to completion multiple times. Well, you know? I mean, where are you going to copy them from? If, no, like the PS3 versions. Well, the HD PS3 versions. Yeah, I. So you could you could do cross save from there, but but you couldn't do like cross I'm save saying, from the PS2 games over. I mean, no. But you can do the. You could conceivably. I mean, we got Borderlands Two cross save going back to the PS3. It works, sure. you know. Well, yeah. So you could you could conceivably do it, but. I, I don't know that it's worth it on these. I mean, these games are old to the point that if you haven't already played them on the PS3 yeah. multiple times and PS2 multiple times, are you going to buy it on the Vita? Well, that's the thing. If I get that for the Vita, I'm starting over because I, I want to yeah. I want to relive the stories. It's been so long. Yeah. And like all my save games are pretty much – I finished the game. So – I don't know why I would want to do the cross save there. I mean, I get it. You know, it's, it's fun to have it on the go and back at home. But for me, this is the type of game where I'd already played through them several times and I was burnt out on them. So I, I don't see me 
like maybe it's the novelty of having it on my Vita. I don't see me doing cross save, even if it was there, I don't see me doing cross save and sitting down in front of my TV to play them again. I love the fact that I can just play it on the go on the train in bed, you know, wherever I am. Yeah. I, I can play it and, and they play great. They really play great. I just, I'm, I'm so happy, so happy with these games. <laughs> so, I'm excited, and I I really am hoping at E3 that Sony announces like a slew of these coming to the Vita over the next year or two, um, of these types of things like the classics collections or or some older, some other PS3 games and stuff making their way to the Vita because whew, that would be so sick. Cool. Oh, so yeah, if if you're a fan of the God of War series, it's they're a must buy. They they absolutely are. Um, because like I said, I was burnt out and they've made me love the series all over again. Great. Now you can bring um, it to E3 so I can play it. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, you got time to play it at E3. <laughs> no, but you can bring it and hand it off to me so I can play it after E3. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's a, dude, I'm playing it. <laughs> have it done by E3? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's going to happen. You have Walking Dead. You've got that. You've got what's the other stuff I just sent you? What? Uh, Borderlands you're working on. Borderlands will be done next week. Blah 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 blah. It will. Blah. I mean, once I copy my my uh, my my save over from the main game, mm-hmm. and I can you know play a good chunk with that, and then uh, and play some multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like it's a different game. It's the exact same game. It's not like I'm seeing anything new. Uh, it's just, how does it play? How does it look? How does online work? Yeah. So, and that's not like I need to do like a 60 hour thing into this to, to see it. I'm, I'll know after yeah. the first like six, eight hours, how it's, how it goes. Um, so Borderlands two is, you know, if I hadn't played the original, yeah, it would be a massive undertaking, but, <laughs> But I played the original, so it's it's not going to be a huge, you know, sink 30, 40, 50 hours into it before you can get a review done. Uh, I expect um, you to put at least 40 hours on. That's my uh, expectation. Well, yeah, I do need to sleep at some point. Eh. Yeah. Sleep is for suckers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, by God of War. <laughs> it's awesome. Nice. It really is. Cool. Well, you found some emails. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess am I leaving? Oh, this one we got today, I think. Yes. Yeah, we got this today. This is from. Send from my iPhone. Thanks. Uh, It's from Adam. Says hello, everyone. My name is Adam, and I am from California originally. From Oregon. Wait. Oh, from California originally. From Oregon. PSN name is. Dire Wolf 805. Well, they're like regular wolves, but they're dire. Uh, well, so that's, what? Game of Thrones. Well, they make fun of it on South Park, too. Yeah. Yeah, in the game. So, uh, so that's D-I-R-E-W-O-L-F-805. Uh, please add me. Need a friend or two. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now after finding IGN Beyond Podcast. I love how you how long your podcasts are, which it's not going to be very long this week, I don't think. You guys are real people doing it for us, the listeners. 
Well, and for our self-gratification because we have big egos. Right, Josh? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking so. Uh, thank you for all of the different categories that you guys cover. Wish you guys would talk a little more, a little meow about RPGs or JRPGs a little more. Uh, we are doing more on the website, by the way, for that. Uh, but I have one question for yeah. you, Glenn. Why is it always me? Yeah. Why don't you guys ever ask say, Josh something? You say, well, just wait till you see what the question is. What is the biggest thing you are looking forward to seeing from E3? Oh. Okay, so you talk about it, and I'll just sit here silently because I wasn't asked. I'm really looking so, forward man. to seeing something about Final Fantasy 15 to see if Square Enix has failed us again or if they can redeem themselves. I have a feeling this IP might be coming to an end. <laughs> Never! <laughs> Final Fantasy will go. Square Enix will go to their grave with Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy for my entire life since I was like seven. It's sad where Final Fan- it's sad where Final Fantasy is gone. Uh, thank you for the time and hope I make it on the podcast. No, you're not. I'm going to cut this all out. That would be the coolest thing ever. Uh, that's the problem. I mean, I think there's some things that we never know what we're going to see at E3, uh, and yeah. that's the thing that you know people say. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the stuff that we haven't seen yet. Obviously, I think we're going to see Uncharted 4. Pretty sure of that. I mean, we've we've had that history in the past. Uh, we'll probably see some more stuff for 1886 The Order, which I'm all for. I really can't wait to get that game. Uh, I don't know. Jo- well, uh, Josh, you want to probably see NHL 15 if they have it there. No, I wasn't asked. Shut so up. I have no answer. What do you answer. want to see? I, I wasn't asked. I've got no answer. <laughs> I don't know. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. It's, uh, I, I think we'll see more on Batman Arkham Knight, which I'm really excited for. Maybe we'll get hands-on finally. After seeing the demo I saw at GDC, I am just excited as hell for, for Batman. Uh, I can't wait to see Uncharted 4. I, man, just to imagine what Naughty Dog is going to do on the PS4 is just brings me chills. Hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to see a new God of War. I don't know if we'll see it this E3, but we're going to see a new God of War for PS4 soon. And then the reason I think I, I think we're going to see it this year is because exactly what Josh just talked about, God of War collection. So mm. the timing seems very interesting. Just a few weeks before E3, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, are we going to see a new Sly? Are we going to see... Uh, a new ratchet, maybe. I don't know. Uh, since Insomniac is doing that Sunset Overdrive for the Xbox One, I'm interested to see what Microsoft is going to buy. What what game they're going to buy? What studio they're going to buy? <laughs> uh, we were joking around today because one of the Microsoft execs said we have just as many games coming from Microsoft Studios and and just as diverse as Sony has. Really? I'm curious to see that. Yeah, we don't talk about RPGs because we don't play them. I mean, we're we we keep discussing maybe trying to get one of the RPG guys on once in a while. I mean, Hanukkah was on the show at MGC, so he's done it. And in his words, he sounds like Ray Romano, so that's what we're going to call him if he ever comes on the podcast again. <laughs> oh, what do you guys mean? Uh, yeah, but yeah, there's no way in hell Final Fantasy will ever end unless Square Enix ends. And then if Square Enix ends, somebody else will buy that that franchise off of them. It's just too big. So, yeah. Yeah, put Sanzoro on it. I'm sure they could do <laughs> or it. Or an intern. <laughs> they seem to be able to do everything. Put, put a couple of Stewart's interns on it. <laughs> Over Christmas. <laughs> there you go. 
I'll get it done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next one. All right. Hello again, amigos. PSN Ray Luca here from sunny El Segundo. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Glenn, hit me some mariachi music, brother. Uh, as I'm drowning a cold Modelo bottle. On to my question. Is that too loud, Josh? I can't hear No, that's fine. Okay. I plan on purchasing a PS Vita for my 11-year-old daughter, which she has wished for for her birthday. Wow. Can I be your kid? You can get me one of the new nice. Vitas. I have a PS Vita myself as well as a PS Plus subscription. Am I able to add her PS Vita to my PS Plus account using her PSN ID slash gamer tag? I have a PS3, PS4, and my PS Vita linked to my PS Plus subscription. Currently, I have her PSN ID as a sub-account under my PSN account. Give me some good news, fellas. Thanks. I'll stop. Yeah. And then I'll start this to answer his question. Okay, that I can barely hear, but yes, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah. not. So you can yeah. only have one account on your Vita at one time. And I, I've never dealt with sub accounts. Do you have sub accounts on yours? Uh, I do, uh, but I don't deal with them that much. I mean, they see. I forget how they were set up. I mean, Lou has an account. Uh. My mom has an account. My brother's account was on there at one point, but he he brought his over. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that. I mean, on the Vita, I don't think it'll work that way. Where if you have a main no. account and her account is a sub account, if you log into the Vita with her sub account, I don't think the plus stuff comes over. I don't think it will. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I doubt it. What kind of sucks is that you can't turn a sub account into a master account. So you're always yeah. kind of bound to that. Yeah. I mean, the best thing you could do, I mean, if she wants her own trophies and everything else, you're kind of stuck. Um, but you could always put your account on that Vita and, you know, let her go that way. But no. Not that we know of. No. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Wait, like it's our fault. I'm sure it is in some way. <laughs> All right. On to the next one. Uh, This is from Taylor Swift. Maybe. I love the show. Oh, by the way, he says, Dear Glenn and Josh. So he's asking you. But it's not you because it's only one end. Yeah. Which all of these emails I've had, I've noticed. (laughs) Listen, people look like I can email them and it says my name right in the email and they'll still respond with one end. Oh, it is the weirdest thing. Speaking of which, Parzival, uh, I am almost finished Ready Player One for the second time. What's I've been blowing right through it. Oh, I freaking love that. <laughs> I love it. What's wrong with you, man? And it's it's been easier to get through the second time because I already know what's happening. What so I'm the, reading it really it fast. Well, what am I, saying? I love it. What am I saying? Because I watch movies hundreds of times and I know exactly what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I love it. It's so good. It is a good book. I read it all the way through. It must be decent. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, I love the show and think think you guys do a great job. 
Oh, there's the person that we... All right. I've been listening since episode 200. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a freshman college student that lives in Liberty, Missouri. Ooh, I'm really sorry. Which is really close to Kansas City, and I'm an intern at Cerner. I have a PS4 and was wondering about Share Factory. How do you upload the videos you make in the app to YouTube or Facebook? I could not find it under any option in the app or in the settings. My PSN name is... Whoa, wow. <laughs> How do you say this? T C L A E. Y S one. So friend bomb them folks. T to clay to play, which means to bluff. <laughs> so he was playing uh, cards and he got caught. T C L A E E. I'm sorry. T C L A E Y S one. Wow. Oh, that poor guy that's T C L E A. Yeah, he's bone. Y S one is getting like slammed. Well, he's friend request for friend all request all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, I was hoping you give a shout out. Most of my friends don't have a PS4 and looking for some nice and helpful people to play f- some games with. Well, you're on the internet, so that's not going to happen. Well, no, wait a second. T C L A E Y S one. So somebody had already taken T C L A E Y S. Is is that what I'm to I, that's infer? What I'm thinking, yeah. From that, I swear to God, in Battlefield today, I saw a username, and, and Stoffinator's my witness. We saw somebody with a PSN name, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but here's the gist of it: A S one five eight nine three six four seven eight one two eight five one three. Holy crap. Yeah, it was just a series of numbers. No rhyme or reason. Well, that's because it's that many people have AS. So there's AS1, yeah. there's AS2, AS3, all the way to that guy. Well, it's still not as bad as uh, our writer Dave's, AB Dave. Uh, his is like, we don't even know how to, I think you pronounce it in Indua. In Indua. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, lastly, what games do you think are worth getting this year for PS4? So wait, so back to the share factory thing. It's, you have to, uh, put in a thumb drive or mm. some such thing and uh, Not upload necessarily. it. Well, that's an easy way to do it. Just take it to a thumb drive and then take it to your computer and upload it. Yeah. It, it depends on what you want to do. So if you want to do it to, to Facebook... Uh, and I haven't used ShareFactory yet, by the way, because the firmware came down when I was actually driving down south. Uh, but Keith, oh, Keith, our, our, mm. our techno-special child, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> we love him dearly, but anything just, that has electricity in it, he has a problem with a lot. <laughs> I'm just picturing him sitting in his living room right now going, what? What, you <laughs> son of a bitch? Hey, freaking hell. He put all this on the Facebook group, so that's public domain. If it goes on Facebook, we can talk about it freely. That that's my opinion. Uh, so, but I just see, I just picture him freaking out right now <laughs> and yelling at the yelling at the yelling at his iPod or whatever. Yeah, that's right, Josh. You know I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm just fucking glad. <laughs> I so, can see it. So he was having a problem getting a USB drive to even work. I don't even want to get into it. So <laughs> he had done a project in ShareFactory, and he actually uploaded it to Facebook directly from his PS4. So my assumption is that because ShareFactory is actually an external app, and you bring on your PS4, obviously, but it uses the videos that are saved to your profile. 
So I think what happens is once you create everything on ShareFactory, it outputs a new file and it probably puts it right into where the videos are stored on your profile. You can then go over to that video and share it to Facebook. If you want to do it to YouTube or anything else, you have to put a thumb drive in there and go find that video in your profile and uh, hit option and say copy to USB. And that's how it should work. Yeah, I actually I haven't used ShareFactory either yet, but I did copy a ton of Dynasty Warriors eight screenshots to a thumb drive and brought them in so that I could finally finish that review. <laughs> I I've been sitting on it like, well, I know the firmware is coming soon, and I it's just such a pain in the ass to do to upload each one to Facebook and then pull it off of Facebook and to my fake Facebook account. (laughs) I just didn't want to deal with it because I knew the firmware was coming and I'd be able to just do this. And man, is it easy because you can take, uh, what it does is they're broken down by game. Right. So you just go in there and when you say, you know, copy to your thumb drive, you can just click off. I, I just clicked off dynasty warriors eight. Um, and like two others because yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I have those. So I want to pull those over anyway. And it just copied them all at once. And that was that. It was super easy. Yeah, so. it is. Uh, some people have been saying that they're having problems like when they're copying the videos off, it's taking a really long time. Make sure that for your best performance, get a USB drive that's actually a USB 3.0 because the PS4 is actually USB 3.0 compliant. Huh. Um, but yeah, the videos take a while. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, it's not that well, they're encoding they, it because it's already an encoded MP4. You can watch it on the PS4. But some of the videos are huge. Oh yeah, yeah. Because, because one of the, I didn't even know I had videos on there. I don't know why I had videos on there, but like I copied the first two folders and I was like, oh yeah, oh well, maybe I'll grab that one too. So the first two went really quick because yeah. it was just pictures. The third one had videos in it. I didn't know that. And then suddenly it's like taking a half hour to copy. And I'm like, what the fuck is in there? Yeah. And when I pulled it off and put it in the computer, I was like, oh my gosh, there's like an 800 meg video in there. Which the, the funny thing that? is, that's not even that big. I mean, the videos that I record are the one that I, I'm working on right now is 29 gig. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, it actually does a really good job at creating a, a very high-quality MP4. I'm actually insanely yeah. impressed with what it gives us. Yeah. So. Yeah, I looked at the videos real quick, and I was like, wow, those those actually look really good. Uh, I think I said last week there's a video up on our YouTube channel that actually is one of the ones pulled off of there. So I don't remember which one it is anymore. It might be the Rayman one. But, yeah, uh, I think that's how you do it. Like I said, I haven't really tried it yet. I haven't had time, and I probably won't have time for another week or two because going out to LA again next week. <laughs> mm. So, and Mother's Day is this weekend. And of when I get back course. from LA, I'll be in Milwaukee so we can go see Godzilla next weekend. So, yeah, that can be home for a while. Uh, what game do you think are worth getting on the PS4 this year, Josh? Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else is coming. MLB 14, the show. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know what else is coming. Um, yeah, we don't know if Watch Dogs is any good. Yeah. 
Battlefield 4. It's good now. Um, based on what's already out, if you didn't get Last of Us or Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider's uh, excellent, yes. Those would both be an excellent choice. Yes. Uh, I need to finish that game. What else? The new Rayman, I think you said. Oh, yeah. Rayman Origins, I think the newest one was. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think the first one was Origins. I think the new one is Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some Origins stuff in Legends, which is even cooler. Hmm. Drive Club um, looks like it's going to be good, but who knows? We don't. That's the thing. I mean, we can say this is good, buy it, or we can say, well, this might be good. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. I think Drive Club will be pretty yeah. good. Uh, well, Infamous, of course. Yes, Second Son is really good. It's uh, fantastic. Assassin's Creed Four was really good, and you can get that cheap usually. I've seen it on um, sale quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good games. For the new ones, I have no idea. I don't yeah. know what's coming. We'll tell you after uh, the end of June. How about that? Yeah, we'll have a better idea after after the end of June. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All Last right. Email. Uh, hey guys, this is Trey Omega, and I'm going to try to keep this one short. Yay! Right. Uh, all the talk about the PlayStation Gold wireless headset is really making me want one, but I also want to wait. I recall Josh saying oh, no. he was convinced there would be a platinum edition <laughs> in the works, and I done. was and I was thinking the same thing. Thank you, Josh, for the validation. Maybe I'm not just paranoid. Anyway, I was hoping to wait it out until a platinum was announced. I was just wondering what time range you think that guy, you guys think that'll happen. <laughs> Honestly, I think if they're going to announce one, E3. it may be at E3, yeah. Uh, I'm not expecting them to say anything until the gold has been out at least a year. Thoughts? Thanks. Well, that's my thoughts. I, I really think that they'll announce it at E3. If they don't, it'll be in the fall because they usually have like a bunch of big announces in the fall. Well, it'll if they do it, which I mean, if, we joked about yeah. it and everything, but personally, I don't think they'll do it this year if they do anything. Yeah, I, really I, don't. I, I don't see it really coming. I mean, it was just a funny thing yeah. because they had the, the lower end model and the higher end model. And suddenly this comes out and it's comparable to the lower end model and it's called the gold. So, but actually, you know, there's a platinum coming. Well, no, I wouldn't even say it's comparable to the lower end model. I think it's comparable to the Pulse easily. I think in a few ways it's better than the Pulse. You think? Oh, yeah, Definitely. Uh, the build quality is oh, better. Well, I think yeah, it sounds yeah. just as good. It just doesn't have that rumble feature. Uh, battery life is better. Uh, it, it's. It, I think the microphone sounds a lot better than on the Pulse. Hmm. So and it's cheaper. It's a little bit cheaper, but yeah, I, honestly, I do. I, I really think it's a, better than the, the Pulse Elite in a lot of ways. All right, that's it for me. Keep up the good work, guys. Been a listener since episode oh. fifty-two. Well, he got the mark episodes still- at least. And I still love it. Catch you guys later. PSN Omega Spider 227. Hmm, wonder why wow, I use that really name. In- Jack A. Probably because it sounds scary. No, Jack A. 227, yo. <laughs> I don't see Marla Gibbs anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I mean, if you want to wait, wait. You know, but, which what? made it into the banner for episode 227. 
It did. I remember that. Everybody go back and look that up because it was awesome. (laughs) I don't remember how uh, – what's his name? It was – the top of the door on, didn't you? No, no. I put the the whole. It was like a group shot oh, of all of them. Oh my god! But um, what's his name? Who was in the Miami Vice movie with Jamie Fox? Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell was in there for some reason. I don't know why we were talking about him, but he made the banner <laughs> with the group. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just I remember it vividly in my head. I just don't know why he was there. And you've got Medea um, in there. And Medea. <laughs> yeah. And what are you doing? <laughs> you got Mark holding a baseball bat, and you're oh, on, that's right. You yeah. you're down on the floor like when when the 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 Helgen was holding his gun to your head at E3. Yeah. Mark, Mark, that original picture of Mark, he was holding a a red cup of beer at MGC, and I took out the cup and put an entire baseball bat in his hand. It was, it was because I said something, something was said about like his daughter, and I said something about, or something was said about like his daughter was born like right, I think like the day after we recorded or something. Yeah, it was right around there because I said something about her being, oh, yeah, and 18 years from now, woo, and it was like, <laughs> oh, Mark's going to kill you. Oh, my God. So that's why that got thrown in there. It was something along those lines. I can't remember. It was it was. I probably then said joke. something about keep her away from Colin Farrell because he has sex with everybody. That might be why might he's be there. Like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. hilarious. I, it's funny because I've had that. I That banner is in my mind. Like all of them just – as I'm making a new one, a lot of the old ones just pass through my brain. And that one, I have always wondered why was Colin Farrell in there? Why was, why was Medea in there? And I'm, I don't want to go back and listen to the whole episode to figure it out, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just one of those weird ones where there was just some weird random stuff in that banner. I just love that you have Medea right in the middle of all of them, right next to Jack A. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder which one's getting uh, threatened by Medea because that's all she does. Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? If you, I mean, if you want to wait for a head headset, I would say don't wait any longer than after E three. Seriously, it's it's just not worth it. And the golds are really good. They, I mean, I use them when I record all the time now. Uh, when I record footage and everything, that's what I use up here in my office. So don't wait that much longer. I think they're a great set of headphones. So yep. yeah. Well, since That's 52. the end. I think, when did we go to, I think we went to Joystick right around that time, so maybe he found us on Joystick. Because I think, it was right around the first year that we were doing this that we went to Joystick. Which still a lot of people don't know, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that, well, that's where I found you guys. Sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, we were actually the official... PlayStation podcast on joystick.com for almost exactly a year uh, when Mark started with the show. And when they back when they had ps3fanboy.com, uh, so Joystick had all these like sub-sites. So they had like Nintendo Fanboy and 360 Fanboy, et cetera, et cetera. And that's how we got to know Andrew Yoon and uh, Jim Alexander and all those guys because they uh, would come on our podcast every now and then. And we would always make fun of Jim and how he was in the future because he was in, in England. I'm in the future. 
Jim and the holograms. Oh, Jim. I miss talking to Jim. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a really funny, I don't I think it's still there. He had a really funny um, video on SingStar. Yes. <laughs> I remember that one because he, he had this little flat. He's got long hair. Yeah, and he had this really little flat, and it was like him and his buddies. And they would just sit on this couch, and there was a door right behind it. And they would just yeah. do these really silly videos. Like one of them, they just sat on the couch the whole time with the microphone, didn't move a, didn't move an inch. Yeah. Gosh, I have to go back and look at some of that stuff. All right, let's get the hell out of here. You know, people, this is this is going to be considered a shorter show, and I think we need to do these a little bit more because people seem to fall behind all the time. When nobody realizes why I'm going to North Carolina on Twitter, and people that we know, <clears throat> Revy, and then send us <laughs> questions that I've been soliciting for three weeks before the trip, and uh, saying I didn't know you were going down there to do that. So we need to do some shorter shows, I think. Yeah. It's just going to have to happen because people apparently are just falling behind. All your fault, Revy. If, if you guys are upset about that, that we want to do shorter shows a couple times a month maybe, uh, blame that on two hands, Revy. I'm just going to blame it on him and like everybody else sure. on Twitter. Just blame Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that, don't buy Tomb Raider. Yeah, because that would make Revy happy if you bought Tomb Raider. Exactly. Although it is a good game. Yeah. I might just let it slide. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, if you want to reach us, you can do that a lot of different ways. So you can do that over on the Facebook group. You can do that over on the Facebook page. Over, you know, just type in uh, PS Nation on the uh, the Facebook search, and you can find our page and our group. So like the page, join the group, join in with all the wackiness on the the chat. Uh, Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow Josh at PJFJosh, which he was tweeting like mad today. You were all over the place today. Was I? All the Borderlands stuff. and oh, It was crazy. Was, yeah, you know, I had a major problem on my computer, and while two guys were sitting there fixing it, that's when I was looking at Twitter. Because <laughs> I was like, fuck. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm watching them, and every once in a while they turn to me, they go, why is this? I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I just go back to what I was doing. Shut up, I'm on my phone. Yeah. Uh, and I you can deal with follow that. us on Twitter at ps nation uh so that's the main account uh don't forget to check us out if you use stitcher for any of your podcast streaming you want to go on you know get some podcasts on the go not have to download them to your device you can just go to stitcher look us up in the video game section we're right there usually at the top of the list uh and i can't believe how many people list are like listing us on lists or you know like playlists and stuff over there it's crazy uh, don't forget to check out the uh, the podcast network over at Retroids.com. We are a part of that network, and there's a lot of other great podcasts over there. Don't forget our website, PSNation.com, where we put up all our reviews, uh, some news. We're going to have a lot of E3 coverage. We're at least planning a lot of E3 coverage. Uh, even a few of our guys are taking off work that week. So hopefully we'll have a lot of time and, and a lot of content for everybody. Uh, and we just found out that at least two other people are going to E3, so now we've got to work on this fourth. Damn it. E3. Uh, <laughs> and we're doing that so we can get more content out to you guys. Seriously, if we can, man, oh, even three people at E3 is going to be nice. <laughs> we'll get Emmer there, though. Uh, don't forget our awesome partners over at audible.com. If you go to audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation, sign up for the free trial. Get to choose from over 150,000 different audiobooks. And uh, even if you decide to quit that trial before the 14 days is up, Guess what? You get to keep one of the books. So you win, we win, 
Audible, well, they kind of win. They, you know, you at least checked it out, but that helps us pay the bills. Uh, one thing that doesn't help us pay the bills, but hey, the stuff is there, and I'm going to be redoing this some when I get some time. Freaking a, uh, redoing some of this stuff. But over at Zazzle.com/psnation, we got a lot of different cool stuff over there: shirts, hats, mugs, beer steins, all kinds of crazy stuff. Check that out, and uh, hopefully we'll get some coupon codes soon. We can put it on on the Twitters. So keep your eye out there. And last but certainly not least, if you go over to psnation.com, if you want to help us out, uh, there's a couple different ways. So somebody last week asked, or a couple weeks ago asked, if they don't want to use any of these links, if they can donate to us, you definitely can. There's a little donate button on the left side if you scroll down a little bit uh, by all our contact info. You can hit that. You can donate to us, which we thank you so much for doing so. Uh, One of these days I'll actually think about having a list of people that have done so because I keep forgetting because I'm an idiot. Uh, But if you want to do that, that's great. It really helps us out, but uh, you know we don't like asking for anything. So what we've done is we've set up these affiliate links with all these different sites like uh, Rocketan and with Go Hastings, which I just got my game from there today. I got my uh, my uh, uh, which we call it Zone of the Enders HD collection because I only had a a pre release version of it. Mm. Yeah, so I used our link to go get that. Uh, you know, uh, but the one that we make the most money off of for to pay our bills is obviously all the Amazon links that we have there. So we have Amazon links for, for I think, seven different countries there. But any of these links, all you have to do is just click on that link. It takes you to the site, and you do your shopping like normal. The only thing different is we get a little piece of the action of whatever you buy. So it, we get paid. That's what pays for our trip to E3, which we're taking at least three people now. And probably four. So, uh, you know, we've got plane tickets, we've got hotel rooms, we've got rental car, all that kind of stuff. And that's what this kind of stuff pays for. And it, and it helps us bring more information to you guys. And that's really the goal. So we thank everybody for using those. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely helping. Trust me. It's, it's paying for our server every month where we host all our files, where we host the, uh, the, you know, the website as a whole, all the stories we put up, everything is stored on that server and, and that pays for that as well. So, Thank you all. Uh, like I said, go over to psnation.com. On the left side, you see that store affiliate links. Hit that. All the links are right there. What I do, because everything I buy from Amazon, I use our link, obviously. What I do is that's actually set as a bookmark on my little bookmarks tool. So I just hit that bookmark every time, and that automatically has the link in there. Boom, you're all set, and you're ready to go. So it's pretty cool. All right, anything else, Josh? <sighs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. You'll be talking about Borderlands, obviously. Yep. Uh, I have to plan for another trip, so I'm taking a little trip out to L.A. Problem is, Mother's Day is this weekend, and I won a firearm a a couple of weeks ago. I have to go pick it up, and it's way up past Green Bay, so it's like three and a half hours from where I live. And you have to do it within 30 days because your background check only lasts for 30 days. So I have a feeling I'm going to be leaving for my L.A. trip that's next Wednesday. I have a feeling I'm going to be leaving for that on Friday. So <laughs> I don't know how much, how much I'm going to be able to get through uh, over these other days. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a very worthwhile trip for, uh, for PS Nation as a whole and for all of our readers and listeners. So it's, it's going to be pretty awesome. All right, until then, we'll talk to you next week. Get out there, play some games. Have a great week. I went to court with my first wife uh, uh, about a year and a half ago um, and uh, was there for an enforcement hearing. And the enforcement hearing was there to enforce a previous uh, ruling. Um, and the judge in that hearing, he, he ruled that I have to pay my first wife $17,700 a month. 
Yeah, or, or go to jail. I have an option. Uh, uh, so, uh, so I don't go to Canada much anymore. Uh, but the ruling that he was enforcing was even crazier uh, because it was an earlier ruling where I went to get my payments adjusted because uh, when my show news radio went off the air, my career became something called shitty. So, so I went to court to get an adjustment. And, and I lost the case. The, the judge ruled against me. And she didn't rule against me because she didn't believe that my income had changed. Uh, this woman, Justice Backhouse, was the judge. She ruled that my ability to pay was not relevant to my obligation to pay. Yeah, which is like saying, my ability to fly is not relevant to my obligation to fly. Now off the roof you go. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, he's in violation of the ruling. Officer, arrest that puddle. <laughs> she, even act- she did actually rule that my death would not be considered a material change to my circumstances. Which is really more of a religious opinion than a legal one. <laughs> so I realized, okay, so if I die, I have to keep working or my corpse goes to jail. <laughs> I don't know what my corpse can do. Maybe my corpse could be in a big Broadway musical version of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> but I don't want my corpse to go to jail. It's not what I want. Because I'm pretty sure that corpses are the low-hanging fruit on the prison rape tree. <laughs> probably, probably just below dwarves. You know? And I don't want my corpse being raped. Sorry if that's egotistical. Don't want dwarves raped either. There, I said it. Don't rape dwarves, prisoners. Sorry if that's controversial. I'll be at a rally with Peter Dinklage next week. (laughs) Stop the raping of dwarves! It's a problem. (sighs) Now, 